0: You are now tuned into The Wake,
1: wake The Flock of Network <laughs> Like rappers are like You kissed such and such porn star in the mouth I'm like yeah she had brushed her teeth And she had like are we are we? 10? She had
2: though she had though,
1: huh? For sure you know she had brushed her teeth I'm, No well she didn't suck any dick that day She came straight to set
2: That so, you know of
1: That I know of Yeah okay. that's true
2: Okay I'm that's just true. saying
1: I mean well, well yeah well, well I know I, The first time I met her I didn't kiss her in the mouth I ate her In <laughs> <and> her <laughs> Smell great, and I know enough about. So pussy. that was good enough. Yeah, yeah For girls, p- clean. No, I just you're, feeling, not, you're I, not gonna meet a you're not gonna meet a girl with a clean p- and, like, and and brush teeth. The cleanest, the cleanest i p- I've ever tasted yeah. and smelled. Yeah, one of the cleanest, but p- like you're not gonna meet a woman with that clean that had didn't brush her teeth this morning. Mm. Like I that's just
2: no. I'm sensitive. with you on that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, You gotta be like we gotta put down a shirt, flowing. like if, yeah, if put her, a shirt. Like yeah.
1: the, usually you get a girl who has a nice teeth and nice titties and, and a nice her. outfit and the p- could be okay. Yeah, like her smell like whew, Jesus Christ yeah. like fresh laundry <laughs> like it's like I need like this a
2: basket of balty
1: yeah like that's wow that's <laughs>
2: Welcome back to the show. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714. A very special Wake the Flock Up. Before I introduce my guest, we are live out of our our L.A. location here at East of the River Studios in Boyle Heights. So, uh, you know, let's jump right into it because I'm very excited to speak to this man, the man that you guys have requested numerous times, and I'm very excited to have made it happen. I'm sitting here with Merce. How are you? Uh, I know you're not going to remember me most, but we've met before. Okay. Uh, and I've actually met someone very close to you, someone very special uh, to you. I've, uh, it was outside of an L.A. show, I don't remember where, and it was you and Slugged walked out. Okay. And I, and I literally bumped into you, like as I was bumping in. Then I realized I was you, and I went on fanboy on you, and I hugged you, awesome. and I said, dude, I love you. You know what you said back? What did I say? I love you back, bro.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
2: You didn't know me. I'm just some chubby Mexican kid hugging you. And you're like, oh, okay. And I was just like, yeah, I love you back. And that really meant a lot to me. Because, you know, I've been listening to Tomorrow's Living Legends and all your other projects Words. for years. Thank you very much. So it much. was a real honor and pleasure to get to see you perform live that night. And then um uh finally, you know, meeting you face to face and stuff like that. And then one time, it was funny. I met your mom's uh-huh. who was uh handling a merch table. Yes, I want to see how yeah. to paid dues yeah probably and she was very friendly and very awesome and very welcoming and thank you i was just buying stuff and she's like oh yeah and i'm like oh do you know merch oh that's my son i'm like oh really and i you know I, she, I, i'm a hugger i hugged her i shook her hand and she's like oh you know you're a fan i'm like oh i've listened to merch for years and this that, and that so i feel you and me have a connection
1: thank you i think <laughs> we do some somewhat at least you huh.
2: know it's there yeah right it's sure, minimal sure, but yeah, it man. happened Right? Yeah, it definitely happened. <laughs> How are things going that? for you, Mersh?
1: So. um, everything is going well, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Alive, you know, moving forward. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Yeah.
2: The one thing that stands out about Mersh's career is the amount of product, of amount of features and albums, and just work that you've done throughout your your career, right? Right. What is it? Ten albums, deep at least.
1: Uh, solo albums. I think this is the thirteenth, uh-huh. and then. A lot of eps and tapes mixtapes in between and then right um then the collaboration albums so it's, it's a lot man yeah i yeah. can't count it all so i forget sometimes
2: why so many
1: um i you know i think i'm just from a family of workaholics man and people um work so much and i think uh growing up i was a fan of a lot of artists and i always wish they put out more music mm-hmm um, but that was also a time when there wasn't so many rappers mm-hmm. um, so you know, like I really wanted organized confusion and Dell to put out more records. Mm-hmm. And I remember you know seeing them around and uh being like, Man, like you know, like I buy all your shit,
2: and you like know, I have all this
1: I have all this like yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, like, you get paid to rap like what takes so long <laughs> you know, and i was before I understood like the yeah. industry and yeah. record labels yeah, and yeah. things like that, but I was like, man, like. Why is it taking you so long to put on new music? Like, all you do is rap every day? You don't have a real job? Yeah. So, you could really...
2: Yeah. No, go ahead.
1: Uh-oh. Oh. It's good. Shut S-
2: down. As long as we're not on fire, everything's Let me fine. check on my lady. Yeah. Juice! <laughs> so, the, the lights went out at East of the River. They pay their bills around here, bro, though. I feel fairly confident. <laughs> so, went down. At the very least, it sets the mood, Merce. You know what I'm saying? it gives us this romantic vibe that i wasn't shooting for but i'm not disappointed i gotta tell you the lights went off and uh luckily uh mescalito put up little christmas lights all over the room so there's still a little bit of light here so it's not too bad if you're comfortable with it i'm good
1: yeah it's all good all (laughs) right
2: um no so yeah so one of like uh some of the greatest only biggie has well like two albums right right G rap is gonna put out a new album and he hasn't dropped one in six years Right. and it's like i you know how long do you wait for for how do you maintain fans if you're not dropping consistent music right um i
1: think well that's that was the way it was done i also think it was the east coast pace of things um they're very um seasonal artists as i got to work with uh L P and Aesop Rock, they'd be like, Man, how do you do it so fast? But on the West Coast there's not a lot of shutdown. So it's um always go, 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 go. I was building with a um a homie of mine, it's like OG underground dude named Orco and he just moved to Minneapolis and he's like, Yo, it's just different out here. Like I get more time with my seeds and I'm you know, doing more to reading and all this other stuff because in the winter you gotta shut it down. Mm-hmm. And um the West Coast we really don't know any chill, so Especially in in LA is more industry, so we were, um, had to adhere to the guidelines set by the East Coast industry when it comes to music, because the music industry, everything in hip hop culture emanates from the East Coast. Mm -hmm. Um, the Bay Area was where the independent hip hop was invented, and too short of E40 have a different hustle and they have a different work ethic, and they're not bound by the East Coast standard procedures.
2: So what's MERS bound by? Has that changed throughout your career?
1: No, I just, you know, I got, like, I'm a West Coast dude, so yeah. I, I'm always creating. That's why I'm always doing projects, right. and that's why I've been able to be so prolific.
2: So now, though, <clears throat> do you feel a sense of competition with all these other artists that you're putting out? Is Merce still, does you still think about yourself in that way?
1: As in competition with people? Yeah. No, I've never thought of myself as in competition with anyone. Um, When I was young, I was really, you know, 14, 15, I was reading books on Taoism and Zen and it was just, you know, all in Buddhism and it was just about being in in competition with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I would compete, but if I was to compete, it would just be a battle and it'd be over right then. It's not something, you know, back then it was like street battles. It wasn't as structured as it is now. So it'd just be like, okay, cool. We battle, but. Um, as far as artistically or mm-hmm. my work ethic, I've never been in any competition with anyone other than myself mm-hmm. because to me, that's your strongest opponent. And I've, I have was fortunate to have learned that at a young age.
2: You, you're also one of these cats who's not someone that we hear a lot about as in like, um, oh, you know, Merce was down at the club and there was this argument or this, that, or the other, like you've always had, um, you seem to get along with a a lot of artists, a lot of just different types of artists. Also, how do you maintain a career that long without there being issues with artists or has there been issues?
1: Um, I keep, I just, I'm just, um, um, I'm, I'm a street dude. My father was a street dude. My, uh, um, my grandfather, like a lot of just very, um, you know, a lot of people use the term real niggas, but just down like salt to the earth. People is Mm -hmm. what I like to use. Mm -hmm. Um, my grandfather, my father, all, you know, they're just like pistol packing hustlers, but hardworking men mm-hmm. that don't take a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I come from a gang culture. So if if I'm not really going to die over no shit and I'm not even going to bring it up and if mm-hmm. I'm willing to die over some shit, then it's, I'm not going to rap about it. And, um, you know, I've had my run ins with rappers, but it's always been on a very, very real mm-hmm. level. Like either we're going to get down or we're not. I don't mm-hmm. play that. Put my name in a magazine. Put my name on a while. I'm, I'm a man and mm-hmm. I'm a man of my word. And I make that very clear, and you know?
2: um there has been one recent instance where I was like i don't i want to know how Merce is gonna respond to this, and I wasn't even sure that you know about it, but to me, it was like i just not I only know Merce from what you let us know you from your music, right, so I can paint a picture, so let's say I'm listening to like I'll give you an example like uh like evidence right, and he'll mention something. And I'll be like, oh, well, he's talking about Rocker because he only knows, like, two other people, according to me. He knows Babu and he knows Rocker. Right, like, right. But he could be talking about anybody, right? Right, right. So when I listen to Merce, which I've been doing for years, you kind of get an idea, like, well, Merce is a peaceful dude, but he is street, Um, but he is an MC at the same time. So I wonder if he's going to jump on this. I wonder what he's going to say. I wonder what he's going to do. But you're saying that unless it's really, like, life or death or, like, real shit, you just don't bother with it.
1: I mean, someone said I've 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 rarely known anyone I know to say anything about a record, and usually it's just a matter of me getting on the phone with someone and being like,
2: right?
1: You know, I've had I've had to like talk to people, but usually people will tell people about me before I have to get to it. So,
2: oh, like, um, hey, Merce is a little upset about this, bro. Or whatever. No,
1: or like, Merce isn't the guy you want to say that about. And oh, then, okay, and okay. Then I'll get a call. Like, I know somebody recently posted some things on Instagram, mm-hmm. and people were telling me about it. I didn't read the post mm-hmm. then. He deleted the post, and that's what you people delete the post. Mm-hmm. And then, because my homies will comment mm-hmm. before, like mm-hmm. I got people who love me that I don't even have to. It, I don't. Even, it doesn't even have to hear my hit my eyes or my ears before somebody's on the phone. Like, hey, you know, like back in the days, I'll get into a rappers, and like people will come out and tell people like, you can play that game with all these guys, but don't do that with him because mm-hmm. he's not like I don't. I, I used to, and I always tell people like, I don't play, man. Like I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm like this is my job. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like rap is fun in games. Like if I was into fighting and beefing then I would have just been a crip like you know what I mean but I left all that behind and that's why I don't bring that to my workplace you'll never see me rolling with a gang of my homies from my neighborhood I leave that in the neighborhood right
2: right right Um,
1: you know know, a lot of my fans are white and now Chicano but before it was a lot of white kids and I don't hang out with a lot of white kids that's Mm -hmm. just who's at my job right right and a lot of my homeboys would be like that's what, you know, you do that weird old white boy rap and I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And that's what's getting me out of here. And that's why I'm not in jail. And that's why, I'm, you know? Yeah. But I don't bring, they, they, and they, and back then they really had no interest in come. They didn't want to come to my shows. They thought my shows were corny. So I never had that problem. Yeah, yeah. And even if they did, I would just tell them, nah, like, I would just dip off and do what I do. You,
2: you like, uh, I'll, I'll give you, like, the living legends. Like when I look at that, I'm thinking, like, this is six, seven cats, right? And it's like, how do you even intertwine, uh, all these, um, egos and in a peaceful way so when thing when i when some okay because when i posted that i was a merce coming through this is gonna be dope i got sent a bunch of questions which is i always appreciate the fans they always do that i also got sent in a a one particular article that i was really interested about like how is merce gonna approach this because he's dealt with egos he's dealt with all these different mcs for all these years are you gonna is it just not something that's going to phase you? You're just not going to worry about it? What? Okay. So, the article that I was talking about is you recently got the, uh, the record, the world record yeah. for, yeah. uh, 26 hours straight rap, yeah. which is, dude, mad posture, That's amazing, right? Yeah. And I saw it. I, I mean, I wasn't there in person, but it was streamed and yeah, I yeah. saw it. it. Fantastic fucking job, Merz. It was, it was really, right. the whole, the, the one thing that people, uh, that I was worried about was like, oh, it's going to be boring though. Like, here do rafford but you change songs you change styles you, you you almost mimic the artist you know it was there it was it was dope but um supernatural was asked about this on hip-hop dx and he was kind of he was a little, he what he said basically was well merce didn't really rap he did karaoke for 26 hours and i had spoken to merce about breaking the record before he broke the record so, Supernat was a little upset that you went and attempted to break the record. And Supernat was kind of like, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to freestyle for free and I'm going to rap for reals. Like, Merced really didn't do it. It's like shit. So, in my head, I'm thinking Sup- Supernat alone has been a legend at that particular thing of just freestyling, right? Yeah. That, I think that's what he expected to hear when you said, Oh, I'm going to rap for 26 hours. That's
1: not what he expected to hear because I talked to him. Uh huh. We had DMS two hours before I went live to break the record. And he said, do your thing, homie. Um, we spoke as soon as I signed the deal to do it five months before I broke the record so we, you let him know we hosted we really hosted go High Road Day together shared a dressing room yeah. we did a show in Long Beach with the Far Side two weeks before I broke the record and we talked about it so he knew exactly what I was doing mm. the whole time and he's exactly right right um, it was karaoke and right. that's what I told him I was like what I'm doing is corny and fun I'm a corny fun if you've been to my shows I do bad man. Yeah. I stick out my tongue I wear yeah, tights yeah. I do the running Man I do the yeah. splits that's my thing bro I was like what Murs, you're doing you is something mosh
2: pit- on stage by yourself yeah it's like, fucking fan. if you've never seen a uh, live on stage you're missing out it's fucking. so what
1: well, me and nat do are two different things and that's right. someone i grew up respecting and literally idolizing so i in no way w- i was in communication with him the whole time and there's never a time that nat has called my phone that i didn't pick up there's never a time that i nat wanted to meet me and i didn't meet him we've had different in of schedules but um we've talked and exactly what he said is exactly right um what I did was karaoke and mm. I think it should be two different records. Supernat did it first. Unfortunately he didn't get the Guinness World Record. Mm-hmm. Um I wish him all the best. When I was going, I could have kept going longer and Mr. Lynn looked at me and it's on the video. I don't know if they put that out, but uh-huh. it was like he was like, Do you wanna keep going? I was like, They tell they saying if you want to keep going, you can go. I was like, This is Nat's thing. Like, I just did this for Boost Mobile. It was a corporate yep. gig. Mm-hmm. It was a thing and um, you know, I'm not trying to make a big thing of it. Like mm-hmm. I make records like you said, like I'm you know, this is not my thing. It was something fun. I had an offer to do. I could make a few thousand dollars because I was getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. I got to support my ex-wife sure. and my, t- and my son. And right, right. I got a baby on the way. It's something I had to do. And I've had this conversation with Nat in confidence and, um, uh, I've always respected him. And if he felt disrespected or slighted, that wasn't my attention. Yeah. I let him know that. Yeah. And, um, and now, and like I-, I said before, and also as a man, like yeah. we've seen each other and there's really no problems. Yeah. Um, I, I I walk I walk the streets with my girlfriend, my pregnant girlfriend. Yeah, I don't like that. Sure. I don't have a pistol. I don't have nothing. I I I go everywhere, my son, yeah. like people see me at Dodger games. I'm touchable, I'm approachable, yeah. I'm at the sloss and swap meet. Yeah, sure. I'm eating at Crenshaw Boulevard. I sit outside, you know, with my back to the street because yeah. I've never done anyone wrong and I've never I'm fucked anyone over and I right. I hope that Nat understands that and we've been friends. I don't know if we're friends anymore, but I still have nothing but the utmost respect for him mm-hmm. and you know, at the end of the day, it's a record. People ask me, how do I feel about my record being broken from some guy from Spain? I don't give a fuck, man. It's hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And if anyone wants to try that, it's mm-hmm. really difficult, you know? Yeah. But right. does that change the fact that Supernatural, you know, to me, him and I.D.A. are the two greatest freestylers to ever walk the earth. Right, right. I can't take that from him. Um. And I think Nat is a good man. Uh-huh. I think he's a good father. And uh, I have nothing but love and respect. So whatever he says in Hip-Hop DX, which, from what you're telling me, yeah. is exactly true. Yeah. And also, I respect his rank as an OG. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to dispute that. I'm not here to argue with Nat. I'm not here to. Um <laughs> and,
2: and I want to make it clear to that this is not what I do. That's not the. No, the, I mean, the reason that I brought it up is because you said, well, you know, if it's not an issue, then it's not an issue with me. Yeah. And I was just thinking about no, head...
1: I have no issue with have he he said Nat. Have you met Nat?
2: And Nat has sat in your place before. He's been on the show and he's really cool. And again, absolutely a legend. Like, untouchable on that level. Exactly because it was someone of that stature i'm thinking whoa if it was some dude who gives a fuck but it's a supernatural who i'm guessing this met merce who's again merce only knows two people in my head you know so i wanted to know how you felt about it and i'm really happy to hear that you're just like yo i love him that if that's how he felt it was no disrespect intended If
1: that's the words he said he's exactly right yeah yeah. What I did, like I said before, I have no problem being corny. I have no problem admitting yeah. I did karaoke I did karaoke last night at my show at the Roxy. <laughs> like I had my cousins come out, they played a bunch of rap songs. My cousin played the keys, my yeah. home my DJ artistic, yeah. my cousin the other cousin DJ, and we did Snoop Dogg, we did Jamaica Funk, we I karaoke the fuck Does out of the Cuz Does drink? um i occasionally okay
2: yeah. you ever done sober karaoke Merce?
1: yeah all the time fuck bro that's I, what the, that's what i mean I what supernat just told you i did 26 hours of sober karaoke Well, wait,
2: well i figured you'd have a be, a drink you know maybe someone no, loosening no. you up you know what i'm saying nah. like that kind of thing i
1: mean i think if you look at, at nat and a lot of other people that do those type of endurance anything whether you're natural, supernatural or in another endurance athlete whether yeah. you're crossfit like
2: you just you, can't
1: you, yeah you drink <laughs> may have a beer after but yeah. you can't right do a, a 5K. I mean, you can do a 5K drunk, but you can't do a marathon drunk. Like right. people don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it takes a lot of training, and yeah. um, I really hope people start to respect it. And you know, to my point with that, I I hope to be adding to his legacy. Mm-hmm. And I think it got misconstrued, and you know, mm-hmm. that's not what it, my intention was. But um, it's a it's a real thing. You yeah. know, if kids want to get into it, yeah, because like I said, he did it, I did it. There's kids in Spain. There's a kid in Mississippi. There's kids all over the world doing it. And I'm not, I yeah. don't have the mental endurance to do that. So Nat has to have the physical endurance and the mental endurance. Yeah. And that's something that I, I like to say, like he said, I did karaoke and that's hard enough. But yeah. you can't drink, do anything for 24 hours. Mm. You can't even drink for 24 hours without <laughs> killing yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh,
2: so how did you go about choosing like the songs? Was it just off of memory or did you say, okay, I got a very specific playlist. I'm going to switch it here. I'm going to do that. I mean,
1: it just, it, and that's the thing too, is like if anyone, like people can, Like I said, they can shit on it and call it corny if they want, but it was difficult for me. Yeah. Um, It had to be songs that I knew Mm -hmm. and even songs you think you know, you don't know. Mm. And um, switching cadences, like me being an artist myself and having my own cadence, and I did three hours worth of my own material Mm. and three hours worth of artists' other material. And I, you know, switched it in and out for for 24 hours. So there's, you know, those. I had to do my style and my songs. And then I did older songs like Merce Rules the World and, like, I Hate Your Boyfriend, which is nothing. I'm such a better rapper than I was then. Mm -hmm. And, like, having to do those where I wasn't – you know, Brother Ali was the first rapper to tell me – Slug taught me how to count bars. Brother Ali was the first person to tell me you got to put your bars into – even numbers you can't go cat hat bat and then go lie try why it has to be cat bat hat sat why unless you're freeway because it's just the poetic way it works and then you can be in the pocket and it's just better structure mm. so i was uh, doing rats wait, before so i learned slug that Slug taught I'm, you to
2: count bar How, when was this when you met slug a long time ago or just like re- like because that sounds like oh brother ali taught me this. it's like yeah but brother i mean brother ali hasn't been brother ali for He's been brother Ali, I mean, since back in the right, headshot right. days and all that shit, but I'm talking about like was this a recent thing like a few years ago? did you not um, count bars before that?
1: Um no, I mean, I've known these people for almost twenty years, uh-huh. so you gotta yeah. you know you gotta i guess if you if you know the history, you know like it's not a definitely not a recent thing right um so early on when we were all getting uh, you know, okay, better, okay you know, yeah, I've helped Ali with things here and there as far Ali is more um musically inclined than me, and I'm more um business minded than he is so i've definitely helped mm. him with business decisions and right, right, right. i think Slug the same and we've just we know we've built but this was when we were younger you know yeah. like everybody was 20 something yeah 19 okay, 18, okay. so we've known each other for years yeah
2: it almost sounded like they were almost like like they they had been around that long enough to be like okay marsh this is the way to do no, it but you guys were just it, growing together yeah i think yeah, yeah, it's like, okay, okay. like
1: some people when you come together like somebody on the team is the point guard they can pass yeah. and you're a forward and right. you your job isn't to pass, but you do pass the ball. Yeah, so the doubt. point guard is going to be able to tell you this is how you do a better bounce pass. I know you don't live off bounce passes, yeah. <laughs> but when you have to do one, this is how you do it properly. Yeah. And then the forward can be like, well, if you're trying to box someone out and grab a rebound, this is how you're going to do it. You're and that's not, how you make a You may get two team. rebounds a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you share, but it doesn't yeah. mean that this person's been a basketball player longer than you. Right, it's just, right, right, you just know, right. like everybody's sharing fundamentals with each other. I As think. it should be. Yeah, but it rap is such an ego based thing that yeah. a lot of people don't learn. Yeah. And you know? um but I'm always learning. Like I learn I learn, you know, from Fashion when I did a project with him and yeah. I'm ten years older than him and uh-huh. I've been in a rap game a lot longer. Yeah. But the way he writes and the way he does his hooks is something I can learn from. I can listen to little Uzi Vert and learn something as much as I'm not into what he does per uh-huh. se yeah. as a fan. What are you
2: learning from Uzi Vert?
1: Um his hooks Mers- are you know they're there his hooks are his hooks are catchy obviously you yeah. know what i mean T- yeah, so
2: are so, taylor swifts though like i'm saying yeah, like, I'm, what but you, I'm a huge taylor swift oh are you too, you yeah. bump some taylor swift
1: yeah i have way more let, taylor let, swift. okay let's let, let me, me ask you
2: who would okay well now i don't even know what, what the question was be because like who would be surprised that merce like has in like i don't know you to carry cds your cd case like who who would be surprised that merce like fucks with
1: fuck with taylor swift heavy Oh. Um, the older Taylor Swift like oh, Taylor oh you're Swift. talking
2: about the old Taylor but Swift but I still oh, saw her, her sure. new
1: album was a classic that, underground that 1984 shit, yeah, shit yeah. Was, the new album was phew, <laughs> the player's gonna play play like she's wow she's yes. hitting Um, man Taylor Swift's probably a big one um, I like the Deftones a lot. I own every Deftones album ever made. Yeah. Um, but
2: Deftones are, are Deftones. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're, they But
1: I, that's, that's, I don't separate. Like, they're just great music. <laughs> yeah, it's good like, music. Yeah, like, we'll whoever do. it is. I'm,
2: it's so funny that you say that. Cause I recently, I, I talked to, uh, Vodka Gravis, who's an amazing engineer here in LA. And he's like, and I told him, you know, sometimes I'll listen to a song that's not hip hop, that's not rap. And I'll be like, but that's hip hop as fuck, bro. Like, there's this, uh, Carrie Underwear song where, or underwear song <laughs> where she's, it's called, uh, Before You Cheat. You've heard it? Uh, I've heard dog. She goes off. She's like, okay. Well, um, first she d- and, it, and I, and I remembered it. Re- remembered it reminded me a lot of you and slug because she paints an image, describes the people and then takes herself back out to deliver the bars and then co- jumps back into the imagery and then comes back to the bars. And the <laughs>
0: Slow dancing with a bleach blonde tramp And she's probably getting thirsty Right now, he's probably buying her Some fruity little drink Cause she can't shoot whiskey Right now, he's probably up behind her With a blue stick Showing her how to shoot a combo And he don't know
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, yo, that's if Slug did that, that would be a a, a dope atmosphere song. Because yeah. that's exactly what he's done before. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so there is people that I can or music I consider hip hop that might not be rap. Right. Just because hip hop means dope, hits soul, gets deep, that was that that's what it means to me, you know what I'm saying? So it's good to have like a a wide spectrum of music, right? To right. feed yourself off of, not just hip hop right right so you're a big Taylor swift fan deftones fan give me one more that we might be like oh shit
1: mm, man that's hard i'm trying to think right there's always get put on the spot with that uh yeah i have to look at my phone bro um migos i'm a huge migos fan,
0: are you bro.
2: really okay yeah, okay definitely.
1: Uh-huh. they have um they have the same swag Dos effects had when they first came out or mm. what they were doing was so unique and different that Everywhere. Diggable
2: Planets type vibe
1: right no I don't think because Diggable Planets didn't really have a, a style like Doss Effects had the iggity blah 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 and then Criss Cross was doing it Eight, mm. had another bad creation everybody was doing iggity after that it was like and then Migos came out with and now everybody's doing that but it's nothing wrong with Migos doing it but now when I was buying earlier Migos stuff I was really loving it but now I put on the new record and I can't even listen to it because I've been listening to that style but if motherfuckers would have just let Doss Effects have their style they're longevity would have lasted but there's so many biters you know Migos to me is real hip-hop so when they call their album culture I'm like cool like a lot of gangster rappers aren't still going to jail Migos is still going to jail they're rapping about <laughs> shit they're really about to do yeah and really still do so I respect that like I don't really understand or condone their practices I'm not yeah. about violence or drug use or drug abuse or gun violence however if you, this is American, if you're really about that, you have the right to say that. Right, 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 right. And even if you're not really about that, as long as you, I think as long as you let people know you're acting, that's fine too. But they have an original style. Yeah. They have an authentic story. And to me, that's hip hop as fuck. They're B-boys. And it sucks that mainstream America just co-opted and bit their whole shit. And now when I listen to their own album, it goes, yeah, it makes me like, fuck, I can't even listen to my boys no more.
2: Yeah, no doubt. A big fan. It, 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 but it is interesting how we choose and pick and choose on who we think is cool and why but then it'll, another cat will come out and it'll be like oh yeah well he's cool but he's not you know I'm like there seems to be like a preference on things we we're we allowed to like and as- yeah, I think
1: that's I think that's a definitely an underground rap stigma
2: uh-huh.
1: and even even a mainstream thing like mainstream people won't Will look at me and won't listen to me and then i'll open for snoop Dogg, and after a show they'll be like hey blood hey cuz like what you saying that's real shit my nigga but you don't look like a real nigga like people will say that to me and i'll be like wow because we have these things and um being a victim of that i don't do that back to other people so Mm. like you know i i look like i might listen to black star but i've never heard the whole album Mm -hmm. that's not what i'm into right um that's just not me you know what i mean i may look like I listen to Bus Driver and I know him and, you know, we've had our differences, but I definitely respect him as a man and a father and even as an artist. But I'm not really into what he does. Mm. But that doesn't mean he's whack. Mm-hmm. That just means like I'm not in same thing with Sage Francis. Like I'm not into what he does, but it doesn't stop me from booking it for paid dues. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of rappers have to respect me. Because I broke bread With a lot of people That I may mean, not like your music I may not right. like your style Like I listen Because I'm from The inner city, Like I'm a street dude like, I listen to E-40 mm-hmm. I don't really listen To like it's Indie almost, rap You know
2: what it sounds like To me as a fan of yours forever It sounds almost like I don't really listen To the type of music That I make But I just make it Because to me I would very easily go Slug uh, Sage Francis, Merce like you can fit these cats into a certain type.
1: But see, that's the thing. I think of, if you play it for someone who's not in the scene, yeah, they'll be like, "That guy." Is that's different. different than that. Different. That guy. Is well, different. the
2: one thing I'll, I'll give Merce credit for is um, one of my one of my one of your greatest songs that I've I've oh I every time I hear it I could turn it up and it's always there is Walk Like a Man. Right. The disc, the disc, I'm all imagery and the imagery from the beginning to end I felt how you felt at that moment. At least I thought I did. You know what I mean? Like, wow, like, Merce is really living. He's experiencing this and this and that. It might not have happened. It might not be true. But again, to me, it was like he delivered an amazing, well-put-together track with imagery and details and this and that, which is what I think St. Francis has been doing for a long time and slugged us very well. You know, everything from, like, Seven's Travel or something like that, which is like, imagery, imagery. And those are... To me, have always been my favorite MCs. We're the ones that can deliver a story to you, but they don't let you forget that they can spit while they're doing it. Right. Your chinos, your slugs, your merge you No, know, this cats are just like, I know I'm going to hear bars, but I'm going to hear substance with the bars, right? Right. Which I don't think we get a lot from... But I know we don't get a lot from the commercial head,
1: Right. So I fine. think
2: that's where the separation comes about. Where?
1: Yeah, and I think that's where it's like... Um, I definitely think it, what I do is more... Um, Cerebral.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, And that's where I do fit with a Sage Francis. But then if you. I still have um, more of a. um, There's still more. um, Just like. er, I enter like African American to it.
2: 100%. Again, that's.
1: And that's what I think separates it. But definitely as far as like the 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 cerebral yeah. and and the care taken to the lyricism. Yeah, Sage Francis is amazing lyricist. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, like Bus Driver has some amazing hooks and melodies. Like, there's things I've learned to respect artists for what I like instead of. And it took me a while to get here, but I've always been like, I may not like it, but there's someone who like my mom always taught me there's a rump for every stump. Mm. And uh, you know, you like that, I don't like that, but that doesn't mean this is a bad person. Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean you know. And I, I had to I had to work to get out of that because. Yeah. It was, it's very hard to be an independent hip hop. But yeah, I think that I do, I am where I belong. Right. Because what I do is more cerebral. And I don't, it's part of me will agree that music's not for that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Where I think independent rap may be too cerebral, unless that's what you want to do. But you have to understand, like, you can't complain about not selling mm. when, you know what I mean? You're focused on being cerebral. Music is meant to move bodies, it's not meant to move your And there brain. are
2: those MCs that have, like, Stomp their feet and yelled and be like, why can't people buy intelligent rap? And then like they refuse to move out. That's what, you know, that's what, you know, the intelligent rap, like rap with, you know, uh, like you're, you're saying not hook, heavy, not a It's just bars and image. And it's like, why can't people purchase it? And then they spend their entire career kind of complaining about it, yeah. but they don't deliver anything else, but they don't want to or they can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you, you feel that still, you know, like you feel, I feel that a lot from the cannabis was just like, I can rap so dope, look how dope I can rap and he just spends his whole career yelling how dope he can rap but he doesn't want to adjust or move on or, or say this or that um, and he, when he does try he, he'll kind of he'll fall flat because he's just not confident it's not what he's meant to do
1: That's and that's the thing is, is I've tried to do different, I've done punk rock, yeah. I've done I've worked with Snoop, I've worked with Terrace martin mm-hmm. i would like work with problem and bad luck like i've ninth, knif- i've done everything you
2: worked with Olsa motley didn't you? did you not
1: no i don't know if i work with osa that might be the one group i haven't worked they're a little bit before my time
2: Girl, i could have swore you did i could have swore there was a you video of you on a beach with Ulsa motley in the background Nah. maybe maybe um, yeah, I nah, got my MC's I mixed wish. up yeah, yeah
1: nah um, Wild Dog used to live down the street from yeah. me and my neighbor he's from Midtown
2: let's I make went, that happen Mark.
1: I went to school with Justin Perret yeah who played percussion yeah um, but I've never got to record with him yeah who was the DJ was it Newmark or, Char- or Cut Chemist who was it it was Cut Chemist Cut when Chemist when I, okay. when I got into it yeah Cut yeah. Chemist and uh, Charlie too yeah. never done a song with Charlie either but we've been cool with yeah
2: um, holly to it yeah from j5 yeah never
1: like like i was i'm like
2: there's a lot of there's a lot of people that when i finally get look because because this is no bullshit and i'll show you we created a wish list when we started the show with like 30 names and we've only added names right and we've been able to cross off you'll be the 17th name that we cross off of our official wish list right? right so whenever i get a chance to meet one of you people's uh i bring up you know what would be super dope Man, Chino and Slug in a song, right? Like a little hip hop head kid's like, "Yo, this would be amazing, and that would be super dope." Tone deaf and and locksmith in one track, freaking forget about you know. But they're like, "Yeah, I've never really met the dude." and It's like so weird to me that these influences in my life that molded me like aren't even aware of each other. They never like shook hands. They never even met. You know what I mean? It's happened to me a couple times. I'll bring up a dude, and they're like, "I've never met a Cat. I don't know, dude." I'm like, "Wow, really?" Because you two are right here. CDs are right here. You know.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know. We haven't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we haven't. Uh, what well, yeah. i trying to say. The me and Ch- Ch- me and me and Charlie tuna have definitely crossed paths. Right, and, um, right. Me and Akil have definitely crossed paths. Yeah. Um, cut chemist Newmark. Right. Kind of cut, cross paths with cut here and there by Newmark from my neighbor. I did something for him and Trey. Yeah. On their album, for me it, it used it used to be like about an organic connection, like. I know Newmark from being in my neighborhood, being around, seeing him. He's, he moved there. He was, you know, I'm from there. Was, but we still cross paths. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trey, his grandmother has been going to my mom's cleaners in South Central mm-hmm. for years. So yeah. there's a connection there. So when they called me to do a record, I, I felt like yeah. Yeah. And, and then Dell was on the song, who I've known for years. Right, right, right. Um, but when I first got into this, I I used to tell people I don't do a song unless you're from my neighborhood, mm-hmm. which is a very small six block radius or you're in living legends i'm not really doing a song with you
2: is there ever been a moment when you hear it and see that you're a fan of something you're like you know i gotta reach out because this would be just too yeah as i
1: got older and i got more like tabby Bonet is one of those people d1 from new orleans is one of those people Mm -hmm. um i reach out all the time now that i'm established and also la is just tricky because i grew up in a gang era where there was a lot of street politics and things that didn't you know like you didn't see dj quick doing songs with easy like collabs weren't Mm -hmm. like all crazy as they are now like it was real gangster shit going on and we were subject to that for better or for worse um so i was in that old mentality and uh when i first met um tde that's why i told him they were going to succeed i had uh kendrick open for me house of blues Mm -hmm. and he uh a lot of people shit on him i was yeah i was a big fan of him it just went um not overly... Right before Overly Dedicated come out. And he had that um 23 song. And uh, that was... And, um
2: mm-hmm.
1: Patron. Pussy and Patron.
2: They just didn't feel the style?
1: They Yeah, they... I mean, I think it's just like Underground Heads will say that they're all about lyrics. You know, like I had Ab on the whole tour and people shit on him. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they found out he was in TD and Kendrick blew up, he was cool. And I was like, he's doing the same songs. Mm-hmm. He's doing the same music.
2: I feel there's cats that walk that line of street and underground. And then so... There are people, now nah, I don't really fuck with them. But, I but dude, it's the same style. They're delivering the same kind of message or whatever. Yeah, I think Like just, Schoolboy Q or something, because yeah, you still but, get a lot of love in the streets. But Underground's like, eh, no, no, that's, that's the gangster shit. Or the opposite, right? Depending on who you're, you're speaking about.
1: But before that, it was just, it was before Dr. Dre said Kendrick was cool i said kendrick before was cool. the cosigns. yeah and i yeah, yeah. before the cosigns, and yeah. i looked at it in. I, I presented it to my crowd yeah no and those same 900 kids of the house of blues i bet you all 800 895 of them are all kendrick lamar fans now oh for sure but i've booked them, had them open for me i went up to the balcony to watch him because i was yeah. already such a fan uh-huh. and i went backstage i remember telling him, like yeah man don't trip off of motherfuckers not feeling what me. was like,
2: the crouchs not they're vibe?
1: Like, they like they weren't booing him but they weren't like yeah, no, i like, was excited like doing doing. i was telling i knew he was the next oh, big thing I and i was yeah, like no yo and then i went backstage and he brought that's the first time they did their first black or they did zip that chop that live and i think it's probably one of the first times they did it with uh-huh. all of them j-rock Absol, right. q all on stage at house of blues and i'm like i love zip that chop that and they're doing it live it's and crazy. i'm like you know because you know like he's you know like yeah but my she, oh god something's just tell the teachers used to tell my mama on me now i'm older and i could fuck my mama's homies i was like he was dropping bars like that <laughs> yeah. and i was like yo how are you guys not flipping yeah. out yeah and i went backstage and i was that's when i started to get know. i'm like oh q's from hoover like J. ross from nickerson Gar, he's from bounty hunter like mm-hmm. there's bloods and crips in this room mm-hmm. and real ties to it but you guys are all getting along and i was like this is what i wanted for my generation mm-hmm. it didn't happen i was like you guys if you could keep this together are mm-hmm. going to really dominate and that's and i was like this is what la's always needed we the shit we talked about on our records was for real and it's Mm -hmm. what divided us and kept us apart for so long and kept us from really keeping a like atlanta has been able to keep a foothold and be hot the south has been hot Mm -hmm. for 30 years straight the Mm -hmm. west coast was hot and then took a dip but now it's back because we're all working together Mm -hmm. and uh you know
0: Wait to quit this fucking job Light up my cigarette Exhale the negativity And hop on to the best I'm stinking like some french fries I'm thirsty, I'm tired Tomorrow I might cuss my boss, I'll then get fired Sitting in the corner Minding my business The fuck this bitch looking at I know she hella tripping Got nothing better to do Than start problems On public transportation What a pathetic existence She's dogging with persistence uh, This bitch is coming up to me Girl, you don't wanna fuck with me Waste no time Post up, blows thrown The shit you Gotta deal with in the big city, just trying to go home What a shitty day, can't wait to hit my sheets I can't wait to get my car, I'm fucking tired of these streets I'm fucking sick of this fucking bullshit Yo Today been hella breezy, receiving hella tips. Next customer in line, I can't believe it's that bitch. I gotta be professional, so I ain't popping off. But don't trip, I put that special in that extra special sauce, ho. One of those, one of those,
1: one of those, one of those, one of those days. One of those, 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 one of those days. One of those, one of those, one of those, one of those, one of those days. One of those, one of those, one of those. One of those, one of those days Hope I don't go back to slangin' yo. Rollin' down La Bray about to head up to Treyos. Never had to lay low, always had a halo Plus I got a bitch to suck my dick when I say so And ayo, the fuck? This nigga hit me up out the side of his truck I'm like, what? Nigga, this midtown, bust a U-turn if you really wanna get down Oh shit, he really about to turn around, hold up Let me turn my music down. I said, Say my. Oh, shit, he pulling out the hammer. I left mine at home. I was in my pajamas. See, I woke up late. Realized I hadn't ate. Went to my favorite spot and thought that I would be straight. I hop back in the whip. Tried to run the nigga over. Hoping that he didn't see the plates on the rover. Made a right on clover. Dale then the left. Parked in the driveway. Then ran up the steps. I grabbed my piece. Hop back in the streets. I know this young motherfucker don't really want beef. Look, I'm 30 something. I'm still down to murder something But when I stopped to think about it It was all over nothing So fuck I'm about to head to the crib Aw shit shit. Look who it is I know this motherfucker ain't really getting tacos I parked in the red, grabbed my shit And I walked slow Right up behind him, put the gun in his back I said, yeah my nigga, who was up with all of that? Fuck what you wanna do, this what you gonna do. Hands in your pocket, keep your eyeballs in front of you. Then this lady came and kissed him on the cheek. He said, Hi mama, and then they both start to speak. I said, oh shit, this young punk, he gang bangin' when he bout to meet his mama for lunch. The line for the tacos was long anyway, so I walked off laughing, it was one of those days. One of those one of those, one of those, one of those, one of those days, one of those, one of those, one of those, one of those, one of those days, one of those, one of those, one of those, one of those, one of those days, one of those, one of those, one of those, one of
2: those, one of those days, and you kind of kind of you really have to separate the bay almost from West Coast rap, and what I mean by that is. They were so on their hustle so earlier on than everything out than everybody else, that th- you almost they're almost like their own, their own coast, right?
1: But I, I would I would say that, but I think that's why I did the album Captain California because I was in like it is a whole different world. Right. Like if you're on the East Coast and you drive six hours from New York, you're in Virginia, which yeah. is very different from New York City, right? Right. And because it's all California, people think we're all the same, mm-hmm. and there's some very key differences. I still consider them West Coast but there is a little it's more southern it's like it's a little difference it's a slower pace Mm -hmm. and they're definitely more independent but if you get in your politics you can know that like the panthers had a time to work longer there mm-hmm. and it's in the hate ashbury movement and the hippie movement was strong there mm-hmm. so there's a lot more open-minded independent free-thinking people there mm-hmm. than in california because we're hollywood and we we're an entertainment industry-based thing and growing up we thought you had to get signed and do this and the bay was like we're just gonna and also because they are shunned by la mm-hmm a lot of LA, you know, it's crazy to me that Dr. Dre and E-40 have never worked together. That's insane. That's crazy. That's insane, yeah. And, it, you know, and Dr. Dre hasn't really fucked with a lot of Bay Area, and Dr. Dre is the battery for the West Coast. Right. When Dr. Dre goes, we go.
2: He's kind he of done too short.
1: I think they've done one song okay together. see
2: even that's amazing there's only been but he's done like three Nas songs that are, like, but even you know those tracks yeah. are amazing
1: yeah
2: but you know but it took Nas to come down or vice versa yeah and just, he can't you know they can't drive upstairs or come down here it's, it's weird real cl- it's
1: very weird yeah. and I don't know what the politics is but I don't doubt the good doctor like yeah. he's a master musician yeah absolutely he has yeah, his I'm reasons not. and yeah. I don't doubt E-40 I just you know like you say like you don't know why two cats haven't fucked with each other because yeah. you're a fan you're just like Make it happen,
2: a- cause it, how amazing would it be? E40 on a on a like get out of here. I mean, like it would it would it would break and the it internet, would, you know? and it
1: would and it would make the coast stronger. Absolutely, not that we're not strong already, but Dre is our battery. He's the backbone. Yeah, um, there's only been one MC to really not come off that tree, mm-hmm. and that's um, and it's still Will I Am is still connected to it. Mm. Um, because he was signed by Eazy E, which came after the doctor. Like he is the backbone of the whole coast.
2: And, uh, yeah, but. I feel like because of being Will I Am, who is on his own mental level of production stuff, maybe he just didn't feel the need, or he just never really what
1: clicked. to well, work with Will I Am
2: to from no, Will I Am and Dre saying they didn't I'm just saying didn't no, no,
1: him. it did spawn off him because Dre he was signed Will I Am was signed to Ruthless Records yeah. through Easy E and uh-huh. Easy came from, from Dre oh, Everything oh, from so here yeah. comes off of the, anything that's successful yeah. and goes platinum. Yeah, there's not a platinum artist from the West Coast that you can't. Mm almost traced back to, to Dre. Dre. Right, right, right. Or that Dre's- movement he started. Yeah. Because if they didn't come from Dre, it's a east, it's a G-Funk sound which yeah. started with right. Dre. Yeah. So like, if you don't sound like, you, there's some way you're connected to Dre if right. you go platinum out of this motherfucker. It's not, out of LA. Right. You know, like right. E40's been able to do it and not have any, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of because NWA made a brand of gangster rap. Mm-hmm. Schooly D and PSK is like the gangster rap song and BDP was doing gangster rap. Mm-hmm. But, gangster rap rap is to me nwa perfected we perfected it mm. for better or worse mm-hmm. you know we made it so the bay is still doing a form of gangster rap but D-
2: during that time i was i was i was a uh, ice T fan myself like i was yeah. like ice i was fucking with ice T heavy during that era right. just because i felt he had just a stronger charisma behind the mic and maybe it got lost because there was like four WA rapper. You know, it's just like it, right. it felt. But because and but Ice T was so real. It was just like he, he, yeah, he pimped and yeah, he was in the army and yeah, like all he was talking about is all real shit. And he was delivering it in a way that I was like this is dope. Like I'm fucking with Ice T. So during that era, I was a huge Ice T fan. Um, I became an Ice Cube and Easy E fan later on, a little bit after NWA. I think it's my eighth really. Yeah. That's How old me. are you? I'm 32. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, I was 15 in 2000 and some. So I really didn't get a chance to yeah. appreciate. Now, now I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm understanding. I'm hearing back and I'm watching. Um, the, the, the beautiful part of growing up in the nineties, right? Was that, uh, MTV was MTV and they would have MTV news and they would talk about real shit before. Now, it wasn't all Kardashians 24-7, right? Right. So I remember watching the interviews of Ice T being interviewed and Ice Cube being interviewed and Be Real being interviewed and like being able to collect everything and as an adult realizing like, oh, they had an issue because of this, right? So it was really helpful for me. And Ice T was one of those dudes that I was just really fucking with when it came to gangster rap, like on that level, right? And then Park and Easy E and Cube and all that stuff later on and stuff. But I was always just, I would, I remember the first, Underground hip hop track that I've ever heard. It was um, it was Slug. Uh, Trips down my mushroom trails. I think is the name of the track. You are okay, dude. It, amazing. Like that was the. First, I'm like, who's like, what is this style and who is this? Oh, that's the dude named Slug and I'm like oh that's kind of a weird name for a rapper but okay and then from there it was like well, who did Slug fuck with oh you know Headshot's idea and blah 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 and then oh Dolly. and it just opened up this it opened yeah. up but what really sealed it for me was Canada. Can I was the only kid with a Canadian hip hop cassette tape of swollen members in high school right. and telling everyone fuck that ludicrous Christian- dude hear this listen to this and everyone eventually was like bro what the fuck is this like canadian hip-hop bro how did you get it i don't even remember to be honest with you how i got it but it was balanced swollen members baby blue tape and i was like whoa this is my shit and from there it just spawned because they're also a a group of people who have worked with a heavy amount of artists throughout the years um you know everyone from like buck 50 to Uh... even dell i mean j5 everyone and um buck 50 again being one of those artists who i feel like where the fuck is buck 50 bro like i was such a buck 50 fan coming up where's this cat where's last amp where are these dudes that were just delivering my who were walking me through my but you
1: know who buck 50 is right of
2: course i know who buck 50 is why
1: like you know he's buckwheat
2: yeah from 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 the the rascals Yeah. yeah
1: So you had the Waskos out.
2: No, I, I, I had Buck Fifty signed to Battle Axe Warriors, right? Right. And he he dropped a couple albums with them, and he would do a bunch of EPs, and then they did like defenders of the underworld where it was just like a compilation of them and it would have like abstract rude and it have you know uh it had all these different dudes that i've never heard of at that until i heard that album and luckily i was able to just trace back okay well who who are these cats i like this line i'll deliver it and buck 50 became one of those dudes that i would just listen to on a regular basis talk about hardcore gangster shit But he did it in a way that wasn't West Coast and not really East Coast. It was his delivery style, right? And yeah, it's funny. It was Wascos and shit and they they did their thing and it was kind of funny rap and you know, they did things. Yeah,
1: I never thought it was funny. I thought he was because I grew up in that era. So I grew up looking up to the Wasco. Like I never thought buck was always one of the illest rappers like, yeah he has one of the dope one of the dopest hip-hop breakers of all time is bizarre to the rider far side mm-hmm. and he has a topic rap talking about jacking off which mm-hmm. is amazing on the down low mm-hmm. and then he has on who is the nigga in charge over he has just the ill spit verse and that mm-hmm. like showed me that you could be both and young and have a unique voice because his voice was high and niggas thought but he wasn't a punk and he was aggressive on the mic and i used to see him his around his
2: voice didn't stay that way though he became really like yo Yo, I'm gonna tell you, I'm better fifty. You don't want to mess with me. I'm a bad. Like he became yeah, a little yeah. more grimy yeah, as he, he did live, as he grew up, right?
1: And that's and that's like also oh, you smoke and you do drugs and yeah. like things happen and your voice changes. But yeah. he was able to go. You know, like I don't look. I that's what I I think like Imaginate on that album is on the West Coast albums, yeah. dope. Yeah. Hard Rhymes is one of the still dopest West Coast yeah. hip those dudes were the shit and yeah. buck was one of the dopest rappers
2: absolutely ever but god bless him i hope he's alive and well but i just haven't heard anything yeah from no, that yeah dude. god
1: knows what happened god bless him like it's it him
2: don't... and last emperor that i'm really like yo man i wish last Emperor would drop more stuff and he did one track like four years ago and it was fucking ill it was just sick and i'm like this is why last Emperor needs to come back and start dropping shit and
1: i think that it's also still art like you have to also respect these guys, if they're choosing not to do music because maybe their heart's not in it anymore, yeah, yeah. And would you maybe rather family
2: them, took pressure? Yeah, and where and where you, know? you know,
1: would you rather than them force themselves to create something that destroys all the great art they committed, can mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. create or just wait till they feel inspired? Yeah,
2: and, but you know,
1: and you, I could like you, say you know, hip hop
2: k you're looking at the roof, you're like, oh man, I wish I heard some new shit. I wish. Yeah, I did. that's. I mean,
1: that's how I was. Yeah. That's why, like you said, when you asked me why I create so much, is because I was like, what if Dale did an album every year, like Too Short. Or that like, and that's why my favorite rapper is or like E40. Mocha
2: only who's dropping <laughs> albums every twenty minutes.
1: Yeah, like you know he there's people a beast, yeah. There's people that are beast and I I'm a fan, like my favorite rapper of all time is E forty mm-hmm. and he drops an album every nine months. Now he's been dropping four albums every two years. Like I'm so hyped. And he's like 49 years old and he's still killing it to me. Like yeah. that's who I want to be like. Yeah. Or even Ice T. Like I love how he's transitioned. Yeah. Um, and LL and Ice Cube, like my top five are people who have longevity, mm-hmm. even juvenile. Like to me is someone who's a great rapper. Like I, I don't understand rappers who disappear. And so mm-hmm. that's why. I, it's not, they're not in my top 10. I'm not, I'm not a fan. If you drop some again, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. But who I'm trying to emulate, who I'm trying to be like, and mm-hmm. who I'm studying are mm-hmm. the people who are prolific. Right. And, uh, and keeping a level of quality.
2: Let's, let's bring it back closer to home because I, I this is, I really want to I, I get the opportunity to, to meet Merce and talk to Merce and get to know Merce a little better. So I know you're on a time screen. So let's jump to our first segment in this, which is, uh, questions from the audience. Yeah. So the, the, the audience, had my phone for The audience, uh, submitted a bunch of questions. And, uh, to make it fun, I kind of, I, I went through them, but I really wanted it to be like a natural thing. So, uh, you tell me, uh, uh, are you willing to answer some of these questions? Right. Okay. So first question from, uh, from the Save the Hip Hop Culture blog, great blog on uh, Instagram is which one of his projects is his, in his career is his favorite?
1: Uh, Melrose with Terrace Martin
2: That's your favorite project Favorite all time Can you tell me why It
1: was just fun Um, I feel like we're on a similar similar wavelength And he's um, A lot of people I work with Take hip hop really seriously And uh, he doesn't take it I don't take it very To me it's punk rock Mm. and it's gangster shit it's, you know it's one or the other mm-hmm. and um, there's to me they're similar vibes and real gang bangers and real punk like when you really just don't give a fuck and you're just expressing yourself and that's how Terrence, cause he's a jazz musician to me jazz is like punk rock is gangster Miles Davis is gangster it's fuck a lot of those dudes were like dope dealers drug addicts related, people who would, don't give a fuck and that's how I perform like I said I'm a mosh pit by myself a lot of people I've been on tour with are like you gotta stand over there I gotta stand over here we wave our hands like that and Mr. Lif and Acrobatic do it and they're great And we were on tour, and I think they're one of the greatest live shows. But I'm like, man, I'll get up there drunk, sober, in my pajamas, Mm -hmm. push play by myself on my laptop, and I'm going to kill it. (laughs) Just as much as you kill it. Right. But I'm going to do it my way. So Terrace is someone the same way. Like I've been freestyling and practicing my skill long enough that I don't need – I just need to go. Mm -hmm. And that on that record, Terrace let me go, and I let him go. And we're both from a similar environment and have a similar understanding as far as who we are as men and black men. So Mm -hmm. it was just a real – or you know not it's not the best right it's but just it's my your personal favorite. favorite that's
2: a beautiful thing uh tommy touche, tommy touche asks a couple questions fuck tommy four of them bro all right uh yeah. how fast does your hair grow
1: apparently fat people said to me all the time apparently faster than most people i you know i don't know i don't because we see a picture of
2: merce with hair and then we see a picture of merce with no hair and then you have i mean
1: also hair. too i don't like to take pictures so uh-huh. so they're rare in between yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, that, that might be it
2: tommy touche uh how is it working with upcoming artists rather than artists already making moves i don't know what
1: that um uh, upcoming artists are a little more humble and they're easier to work with and less ego mm-hmm. um sometimes sometimes up and artists think they have it all figured out it just depends on the person but uh you know there's like there's pros and cons to everything as you get older you understand like working with an established artist has its benefits working with a new artist you know because i've worked with new artists and i've definitely feel like i've put them on a platform and a spotlight to succeed and then they don't do shit with the opportunity and i get kind of pissed right right um then i work with artists that are already on that use their platform to elevate me and i'm very grateful but you know it was a headache working with him because you know blah blah you know like it was fucking really hard for me to work with evidence when we did our song together very difficult because he's a very precise He's very—he's not that. punk rock at all I've heard that You know many what I mean times, And I like Like I told you how I am So like But wanting to do something with him And finally getting to connect with him as a person I wanted to do it It's something that I really want to do mm-hmm. And I knew that going through that Was going to make me a better rapper Right and I really appreciate the work he's done with Cookbook recently because he's making cook a better rapper amazing and um, so like you know there's just there's been pros and cons like it it was trying on my patience but I knew there was a good end to it and I was thankful that ev took the time and gave a fuck yeah and wanted to work with me so Absolutely. i learned a lot but it's yeah. just you know with a new person i'll go in there we'll lay something down it yeah. may be a great song but i didn't learn shit you know what i mean Like <laughs> yeah. but i have fun so you know what it is things. it
2: reminds me kind of like saying like if you want to get better at chess play someone that's better than you or at a at, at different rate skill rate that way you can kind of learn and maneuver like oh okay i learned this because if you play someone that's the same skill as you, or less, then you're not really advancing in your knowledge. Yeah, rapper. Of blank, yeah, right?
1: and rappers don't usually like to play people who are better than me.
2: <laughs> Dr Pepper or Sprite?
1: Both. Bo- depends on the day.
2: Yeah, it depends on the or day.
1: Where you want caffeine or not?
2: <laughs> I like that. Okay, I got a couple more. Give me a chance right here. Uh, okay, so now uh, this is some real shit. This is this is stuff that I, I really. I went through these questions and I want to make sure that I wore them correctly because I respect you. Um, but they're very personal. So, but feel free to respond as you like. One of the things that I really admired about you was, um, your, your, you have, you've adopted children of of your own, right? Right. Um, the reason that, that that really hit close to home is because something that we've been considering closely also. We have two of our own. And but we want a third, and I, I kind of want a boy. But I, she's like, you know, maybe a better idea would be to go ahead and, and adopt someone because they can help out. Uh, you can help them out. That's uh, completely
1: black in here. That's crazy. <laughs> you go can, ahead. You yeah. can
2: you can help them out, right? You, you you start recording this, bro. This is this is gold right here, Floyd. Uh, no, seriously, bro. Yeah, you can start recording. This is gold. Uh, <laughs> no, you'll be fine. There it is.
1: Oh,
2: um, how you but you had you had issues when it came to the adoption and that's you've spoken about that publicly right yeah would it be something that you would consider again um
1: i don't know i feel like it's something that i i did and i learned from yeah um you know, that, that's all I can say on it, really. Like, I got to try not to speak on it. I spoke on it, you know, once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that uh, people who, if you would like to know more about adoption and how to do it, I'm definitely a person to reach out for. I'm never going to stop being an advocate for helping children.
2: So it's not something that um, you, you know you got planned in the future, but you might be a little weary about it the um, next time or take different processes to make sure that things, I think
1: anything you do another time you learn better. Like, like I said, for the yeah. pros and cons to everything. Um, so I adopted two children. I've had two very different experiences. There's mm-hmm. pros, pros and cons to each adoption. Um,
2: why, why the adopt, what, what made you want to adopt to begin with?
1: Um, uh, my ex-wife, it was her idea. something that she really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something she's passionate about, something her family is very passionate about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was very passionate about helping, um, the black community especially adopting young black men mm-hmm. and giving them an opportunity right. that there that the system isn't giving them
2: uh-huh. um
1: and yeah so that that's what made me passionate about it and i've done that um now i'm having my own child and i want to try that you Yeah. Know, um Like, if you look at my career, that's the kind of person I am. Like, I've done a punk rock album. I've done a techno album. I'll do anything once. You know what I
2: mean? Uh, Merce, and then tell me how you feel about this. Because the one thing that I'll pitch to these people is, like, they'll be like, oh, you're sitting with this dude. And you're sitting with that dude. Like, I'm so happy for you. And, like, you're so lucky you get to do this. You're so lucky you get to that. And what I tell them is, like, dude, luck has very little to do with it at this point. At this point, it's a momentum and a continuation of delivering something that people want to hear. And that people don't get to hear somewhere else, right? How, how do you, are you collecting? I collect experiences, Merce. That's, that's the way I live my life now. I collect experiences and I collect memories. Fuck everything else. Right. Cash is, none of that shit matters to right, me. Right. The point is, when I'm 89, I'll be able to look at this list of all these names crossed off and be able to say, I shook hands with all my heroes. And that to me, to someone else might not mean anything. To me, that means the world, right? So, Merce, do you go collecting experiences and memories subconsciously you think or very consciously
1: um i very consciously go after experiences and um i'm not so much into i guess they're all collecting but you know like i go to dodger games because i enjoy going to dodger games i'm not going to remember who won who hit what like i don't remember the Mm. details i've had season tickets i don't remember every game Mm -hmm. but i know in that moment there's no place i'd rather be on earth than at the dodger game and or with my kid and if i could be with my kid at the dodger game it's great. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I do think, you know, I went to the Kings game the other day. I go to the musical theater. I go to musicals. I do go to experiences. Like I've seen Fela. I've seen Billy Elliot. I've seen Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. When I go to New York, I go to Broadway because mm. I can go to a club or I can go. To, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I literally walk Harlem. I'll walk all around Brooklyn because I'm trying to just take in everything. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I guess I'm collecting, but not, I don't think I have a list. I just, if I get presented with the opportunity, I'm an opportunist in that form. If I get the opportunity to do something, I'm going to do it. everybody, right? Hey, like, you know, people like if all your friends jumped off of a cliff, would you do it I'm like, well if they all lived and it was a <laughs> cool experience i'm not doing like yeah we it. get parachutes yeah I, like that exactly. i've
2: never understood the cut like where's the cliff is there something at the bottom how, yeah. how are we talking See, i'm the guy who asked which that question. friend first of all yeah. i want to know which friends do whose so, friends
1: are we, you're like uh, i don't know yeah. maybe i'm not gonna do because all my friends are doing it yeah. but if they all had a good time and then, what's
2: yeah. at the bottom is there like a party going like what's happening let me know why they're why jumping, up. jumping there's it's a lot of things you got to consider cool. what I'm and that's
1: the kind of guy i'm like you have an opportunity cool yeah Oh, well this is gonna be uh you know, Priscilla Queen of Dead was like, oh, it's about a cross dressing, blah blah And I looked at it and I was like, Oh, shit got all these awards. Like this is something somebody from my neighborhood has never done.
2: You gotta watch Ham you seen Hamilton?
1: Uh, no, I haven't seen it yet. So impossible to get tickets. But I have, oh, the- yeah. I have the soundtrack.
2: Yeah, me too. That's how I know it's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I know it was good. Man, well, Someone tried to be like, yo, bro, check this out. And I was like, that's very really dope. Um Okay, so also as you're growing up, you you look at life and you know, certain things take president over certain things especially as a man in hip-hop to me it it, i'm a very loving dude so it became very natural to get married and meet someone and stuff how do you maneuver yourself though in hip-hop being married with children right is there a conscious thing to represent yourself in a certain way because you're a father now or because you're married or is it just again let's go with the flow and
1: i I just do what i want i'm no longer married um Mm -hmm. but um my divorce has nothing to do with infidelity or um anything like that mm-hmm. um but yeah man i don't i don't know i don't judge people like i think that the the i don't know if i'm using the correct terminology but i guess like do you
2: consciously uh, uh like that that, that how, does being married and a husband like uh affect your on, ongoings through hip-hop it's basically what i'm asking i guess
1: um same way it affects a plumber you know what i mean like you just you, at work you do that yeah it just you, but you
2: don't have the same temptations and the same stuff going around you but tongue. see like i
1: never yeah but like i never behaved like that so that's why like to me it's just about who you are like
2: right so naturally you were up, never I, that dude i came out yeah i'm so,
1: always the guy that's falling in love in every city like i'm not like yeah banging girls out like yeah. some other rappers like i right. definitely love fucking yeah but i also love fucking the same girls like i give girls regions it's
2: exactly like, what four. we were talking about on the way up here it's like i love fucking i love smoking bro but i'm not gonna. It's not gonna lead my life. It's not gonna something that. Yeah. That's good. I mean, and
1: I will say it led my life, but like I would find a girl in Florida and be like, "Cool, if you're down to drive to all these shows from Florida to New Orleans, yeah." I promise not to fuck any more girls <laughs> in this place. Like I just will fuck around and yeah. we'll ride in cars together. Sure. I'll hang out with you. I've hung out with kids, changed diapers for girls, kids. Like that's the kind of guy. Like I'm looking for the experience. Well, you're to get late I'm not late. looking. I get it. No, no, no. no I I after, get, after getting late yeah like oh, okay, i'm not okay. to try to hang out like i'm trying to have somebody go to the movies with take your kids to the park with you like yeah. that's the kind of guy i've always been and that's what and i came up in a school under a rapper that taught me like we don't groupie girls if a girl is kind enough to lay down with you and have sex with you you don't demean her mm-hmm. you don't make fun of her you don't bad mouth her mm-hmm. you don't not call her you don't do that that's mm-hmm. what my big homie taught me when mm-hmm. i went on the road with him mm-hmm. and that's what we did so like we were happy like and that's why people were like you know, I've, when I had paid dues, there was a girl that was coming backstage, and she was she was one of these, when MySpace first started, like MySpace model and her, her whole crew, we got to know them, and we were fucking my homeboys fucking there, and I was fucking around this girl, and then this girl started fucking with me and stopped fucking with him, and she was like, we were flip-flopping, but this way things were set up, people were like, oh, that bitch is a hoe, and I'm like nobody's a hoe here. And then there was one of them that never fucked anybody in the crew. Mm -hmm. And so when it came time to get backstage passes, the girl who's fucked and sucked everybody's dick, I made sure they got passes and they want to meet more rappers, meet more rappers. And the girl that didn't, I told her she couldn't come. And she snuck backstage and I threw a tantrum. I threw a, cup at her head i said i called secure I said get this bitch the fuck out of here i was like if you want to judge these girls because she was because they weren't she broke away from the crew she said oh they're all hoes i was like mm-hmm. and she, the other girls were showing me the text i was like if you want to call them hoes if you want to call them names then you don't get to come back here because what you think is hoish is just people being friends and fucking i'm gonna make sure my friends don't do them wrong and i'm gonna make sure they don't do my friends wrong and you sitting out here judging us for mm-hmm. what we do then fuck you because anyone that's willing to suck my dick is a friend of mine mm-hmm. that's how i see it like high five that person, so that's yeah that's like yeah i'm like why are we
2: calling these girls hoes and why are we calling them bitches and why are you treating them like shit and honestly i bet you the biggest hoe you ever met is a male oh of course and that's and that's just the case like dude i remember uh i remember like this person complaining about oh man that girl sleeps with a bunch of dudes and she's just fucking these different and i'm like dog you do the exact same thing how is it any different yeah you know how is it any different from you just being dude you're you're gross like your girls, bro. Yeah, you're, you're
1: yeah. Kind of, she's grown, and then that's I'm not pe- sure.
2: I want to shake your hand, bro. I don't know how many chicks you fucked. It's, yeah, that's so Too told, much.
1: <laughs> like rappers, are like you kissed such and such porn star in the mouth. I'm like, yeah, she had brushed her teeth, and she had like, are we, are we? T-? She
2: had though. She had though. Huh? For
1: sure, you know she had brushed her teeth. I know when well, she didn't suck sucking dick that day, she came straight to set
2: that so. you know of.
1: That I know of, yeah, okay. that's true.
2: Okay, I'm that's just true. saying.
1: I mean, well, I'm yeah, just well, saying. well, I know. I, the first time I met her, I didn't kiss her in her mouth. I ate her pussy, and her pussy smelled great. And I know enough about so pussy. so that
2: was good enough.
1: Yeah, yeah. For girls, pussies is clean. No, I just you're, feel, you're, not, you're not gonna meet a you're not gonna meet a girl with a clean pussy and like and, and brush teeth. The cleanest, the cleanest <laughs> pussy I've ever tasted yeah. and smelled. Yeah, one of the cleanest, but like you're not gonna meet a woman with that clean that had, didn't brush her teeth this morning. Mm. Like I that's just you No,
2: know, I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you gotta be like We gotta put down a shirt, Florence. Like if, we her, put down if her, a shirt. Like yeah.
1: the Usually you get a girl who has nice teeth and nice titties and nice outfit her. and the up. pussy could be okay. Yeah. Like her pussy smelled like whew, Jesus Christ, yeah. like fresh laundry. <laughs> like it's like I need it's this. Like a
2: basket of bounty.
1: Yeah, like that's wow. what's up. Like, you know, I think you just have to be adult and mature about your decisions. No, no doubt. And logical.
2: Yeah, you do. You do. I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. So, a couple more, and then we'll get into a final segment because I know you're I know you you you're in a little bit of a rush here. The reason that I'm going to ask you this is because I'm sure you've been asked many times, but it's my heart. I mean, if I can give credit to like three MCs ever to have raised me, it'd be Pac. Uh huh. It'd be Slug, and it would be like Chino or Cannabis, like just, and they all provided me with different lessons and stories and 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 ways of looking at the world and and raised me in very different ways, right? Right. But I have been a Slug fan, right? I've been a Slug fan, standing right next to you from way over here. Me and my wife both have this tattooed on us, and I told Slug this, and it was funny. But how how was it to work with Slug on such deep pro? Because it was three in a row it was the three felts yeah three felts the 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 first well they're all amazing but the first two felts were just something because they were brand new still that i I just ate up like night after night and it was really weird i was like i wonder how merce is going to be able to to maneuver in slugs world and vice versa when it came to tracks and i'll give you an example of a track where you guys did that perfectly was the one where he talks about he meets a girl at a bar and she he's thinking about fucking her and he's like nah you can't do that to every 21 year old girl you meet you can't be filling up the belly button or something like that right here's a dollar from my juke go play my song and then you came back and you did merce LA in the backyard getting your hair braided some fools yelling at the one like it was a Merce delivery and a slug delivery in one song but you were able to keep me enticed throughout the entire the entire track. Right. Right? was it very conscious when you sat down with slug and were like okay i'm gonna do me i'm gonna do you let's let's mingle or let's keep it the world separated and, and then the beat will unite us like how did you guys approach um, the felt
1: i think it's just we view each other like like you said before i feel like the commonality is that we're both more cerebral lyricists we're both people who read right um and then from there it was just you know like my 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 spirit my my instrument is like an inner city soprano saxophone mm-hmm. his his one is a you know south side minneapolis trump trumpet and mm-hmm. we just play our instruments over the you know ant lays or slug or ant or grouch or aesop will lay down the rhythm and we just solo mm-hmm. from there mm-hmm. and sometimes we play you know together but i'm all i can only play on my key i can only play you know and he can only play his key, mm-hmm. and it just happens so where we never discuss like you can't say this or you can't say that. Mm. No,
2: no, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't assume that there'd be like limitations on what you can say. But did it, was it ever a difficult thing to mesh those two together to deliver content-wise? No, no, okay, no, not at all.
1: Yeah, because we like I yeah, So we don't discuss content. And
2: why was it slug and merse and not atmosphere and merse as in ant?
1: Because atmosphere, well, slug and it was slug and merse because it wasn't atmosphere on the first one. Um, and What do you mean? Because atmosphere is when ant and slug mm-hmm. work together. Yeah. Ant doesn't do the beat, it's not atmosphere. Right. So, and when we did the first Felt, it was Grouch did all the beats. Mm-hmm. So, it, was, it wasn't it was atmosphere. Right. So, it was Slug Immersed. So, right. we had already built a Slug Immersed brand. Ah, uh, so it
2: was already there. Got it, got it. And then okay. when
1: we did the second one, we didn't plan on keeping Ant for the next one either. So, it wasn't.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Felt wasn't atmosphere immersed. Felt was Slug Immersed. Got it. The producer. So, uh. we wanted to keep it that produced by Ant and let Ant shine uh. as a producer because this isn't an atmosphere album it's right. a felt album it's a felt album with man. Ant doing the beats yeah and then we did a felt album so
2: the... you spoke of that difference
1: no was, I think it's just understood it's understood yeah. okay?
2: because it just be like well Slug and Ant go hand in hand so I'm gonna do a project with Slug but you know uh you know well, what, what about Ant like you know that had to come up at some point you know so I was just wondering if you guys like sat down consciously and be like okay I'm gonna do Udemy and in to like, Ant have it united why wasn't it an atmosphere but that's a very good explanation that I, I'm thank you because I always wonder that why wasn't it atmosphere featuring because it, but it wasn't that old, always you had Grouch and you had ace up on the third
1: yeah, the one, third one yeah. yeah when we started it was never an intention to do another one when you did the first one that you, no, you yeah, was you know you thought that was gonna be it yeah that was just something so it's did.
2: felt a group or it's just projects that we dropped under the felt group because man i'd love to hear another album man yeah. to be honest with you and I don't will that, that ever happen nah, that's think? not gonna happen but you don't think so no
1: but um you know, I think it's just, I don't know if it's a group or a project. I don't know what it is. You know, like, I don't know if Slug, I don't know if we have, we just never took time to define it. It's just, mm. there's a, we're Very just natural. friends. Yes, yeah, like a lot of unspoken truth. Yeah. That's what, and that's why I think it works for people. Can like, I
2: ask you why you think another album would never happen? Um, That's just not
1: where I'm at with my career right now. Like, um, I feel like.
2: So you're not against it, it's just like right now where there's no plans for it? Or are you just like, I move on?
1: Yeah, I'm moving on. I would prefer not to do another one. Mm. I, fr- I prefer not to work backwards, but work forward.
2: Mm, you think you would be touching based on some already? Yeah, touched like base we on.
1: we touched down on that pretty yeah, fucking solid. Pretty fucking solid. And I think yeah, also we also whether people want to admit it or not, I think we we peaked at two and three was a step down. Like if
2: I honestly, I would, all due respect, I don't think ASAP was the right feel for the felt that I had known from these two albums. See what I'm saying? That's what I felt as an artist. I mean, as a as a as a fan. Oh man, the first one. Oh man, the second one, and then the third one was like, I don't know if Sop was the right dude for that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not that it wasn't good, it, you, but you're right, it wasn't as
1: it wasn't as well received. Like we can only make what we like. I know where we wanted to go, and that's yeah. exactly where we wanted to go, and that's exactly where it needed to go. Yeah, for us as artists, right? The fans didn't feel it. So yeah. I know where we were going next probably wasn't where you guys wanted so mm. instead of run something into the ground that everybody loves it's mm-hmm. kind of just like good to like leave it there mm-hmm. and then when i go and then when I, if i can go back and listen to something and be like oh man we could do better or we could do something different that might make it better mm-hmm. i'm like ah like people like go back and make another one with hand. i'm like well you know what for
2: like, uh, I, because i'm a hip-hop and yeah, i want to fucking hear some dope shit that's like, why. i was
1: like but you could just go back and listen to that one so i'm like <laughs> But I think you know I don't know if we could do that. I listen to, like I listen to Morris Day. Like yeah. I don't think I could do a better song than that. that Woman I, tonight, like I just did that for one of the first times live last night. Like,
2: like I, your description of she let me watch Sports Center, then she gave me a back. Dude, like I was there. First, like I was there, like I saw it, and like, and it was just like, wow, like Merce had this experience. And you reach now, you got a handful of empty sheets, like, bro, I was there with you, and that's one of the things that I've always loved about Merce is that I could be walking down the street, on the bus, or I could be in that hotel room with you, and you've just been amazing at being able to deliver that, and I think that's why you and Slug were so good together. And it, and you're right, I'm gonna respect it, but it is a little disappointing here. Maybe you know you've moved on from that. You talk about felt or working with Slug in general
1: um i don't know like we never i think we've i've worked with slug enough you know what I mean? <laughs> like if people like sure, people sure. like people ask things of me and then i'm like you know when they think like well when's the next pay dues i'm like well why don't you go ask kendrick when the next tde fest is because uh-huh. like i've given you eight pay dues which is How another festivals qu- has i skipped that Hy-Roll question because you? like Hyro like, like, days on his fourth year like yeah Tyler's giving you third one. Like yeah, I want to see someone else it'd to be do.
2: Nice to see Merce come out soundset. So I'm saying, you know, be. Surprised. I mean, I've done
1: done a couple of sound sets, yeah, yeah. but like, so it's like, people are like, oh, how many more albums are we going to do so I'm Like, well, when did your other favorite two rappers get together? Like, how many J Cole Kendrick albums do you have? Like, let's put the pressure on them. Like, I want to see that go <laughs> off. Like, why yeah. ask me to do something? We've done sixty songs together. Yeah, me and I Wonder have done seventy songs together mm-hmm. at least.
2: Yeah, why? I why don't, don't we...
1: even want to see that dude anymore, bro. Like, like no, I mean, all. no, I mean, I would, but I'm like. <laughs> we got to kind of just give it space like yeah no, I'll breathe breathing and breath. like I feel like I said if it's not getting better it's getting worse and I'm like and me and I, like I said we do it because we do it you know what I mean i think that that's a different bond than me and slug me and slug we have a vision and we're very a lot more cerebral and yeah. it's like we thought about it and when i go back and listen to felt 3 in my heart I know Felt 3 is better than Felt 2. You think so? Oh, I know so. Okay. Like, my rapping is like... Yeah, i can like not going to contradict heard, you. So, but I'm I don't listen to it like that. i like, saying, Morris
2: Day, like you're just saying, woman tonight, like, bro, you, you're not going to beat those, bro. Fucking,
1: like, uh, what's that, the, the Terminal song on there?
2: Yeah, on the third one, yeah. Oh,
1: God, that yeah. shit is... I listen to that sh- and it's not... When I can listen, I'm very critical of myself. When yeah. I can listen and be like... I listen to 316, I'm like, oh, I was in there. I was like, boom. I could listen to... Walk like a man and be like, oh! When I listen to Felt Three, I'm like, sh, sh, sh. that shit mm-hmm. is laced perfect. We wrapped our asses off. Like I'm like, mad, Henrietta Longbottom a
0: long bottom.
1: But look, hey,
2: but but, 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 but let lem- lem- me let me pull. up. Let me this to Whoa. you and then, and then we can move on. Felt and Slug. So, oh, see now that, now that I'm even thinking, that's not even true. I'm saying like you guys have been one of these where I can put in a CD and I'll just let it play and I like every track. That's rare. Yeah, that's rare when I can do that with two an atmosphere CD and I can almost guarantee that that's going to happen. You know, like, oh, I'll love it. I'll listen to a mercy and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to fucking travel to this world right now. I'm I'm gone. But I respect it. I, I understand it. And now that you've put it in that perspective, I'm kind of with let it rest. Let it, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Like, but can we them for like the 20 year anniversary or the 10th year anniversary, like a special release or something like that? I don't know man I okay. can
1: I could tell you that you know I think that anything is possible but I'm I'm not into it like Got that's it. not what I want to do with my career right um,
2: so so one more and then we do the last segment okay. and then we get you out of here. one more question is you're I think to me it was the same thing when I heard that Ev had been signed to, to uh, Rhyme Sayers when I heard that Merce was signed it was like hmm well that's interesting not that you guys didn't work together and not that it wasn't a perfect match but that this is what resulted like, like to me hearing you get signed to, to strange was like, well, why not rhyme Sayer? like it would just seem like the logical next progression for mercy. If he was going to get signed to a label of that, you know, why, um, why was the Why was the strange music signing make sense for you? Why, why did that make sense for you at the time um, and not something like Rhymesayers?
1: sayers? Um, well I approached Rhymesayers, and I don't think Rhymesayers sayers thought it made sense for them. Hmm. Um, but it just, it, you know, like I still, for the things I wanted to do,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, Rhyme series wasn't the right fit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhyme series has never been successful at, unfortunately, at promoting a black artist. Right, um, right. Maybe Doom, but Doom was kind of Doom before he got there.
2: Absolutely Doom um, was Doom before he got there.
1: Like Musab has had difficulty. I know
2: Abstract uh, was talking about Abstract you, uh, has that, had difficulty.
1: Yeah. And it's not for lack of trying. There's no fault of Rhyme series. I think the Rhyme series fans, and I think, a lot of independent hip hop fans may have more racial issues that they need to deal with than they think. But
2: if I feel, I feel that if there was one artist that the, that the rhyme series Pete fans would back would be immersed, like just because of but the fan, because of the Yeah, being, but you
1: would think that, but yeah. then you look at Slug did two shows back to back at the Palladium. That's mm-hmm. 3,700 people sold out each night. Mm-hmm. I come out on stage, right? people aren't going who 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 i come out on stage to do dirty growing what happens
2: mm-hmm.
1: pandemonium yeah like the fucking dollars I just want a pandemonium.
2: erupt right
1: merce does a solo show in la Uh-huh. i can only sell out the house of blues 1000 people one night why is that
2: you're, but you're talking la dude la is the worst town no for fucking no no, no all right. it's that, it's like
1: that across the world for me you in atmosphere so? wow, yes, that is so there's not a person believe. that has heard of slug that hasn't heard of merce right because of felt right, right? Right. So why am I not saying? Am I just not as good?
2: Which was why my thoughts. I'm gonna ask Merce why this wasn't the next logical step. And who? who, How did it not make sense? But you
1: have to ask for also for Slug. Like Slug sells two hundred thousand records on God Loves Ugly. Uh We do felt. I sell seventy five thousand before we take three sixteen off the market. We're both doing good. We come together on Felt Two, which is our best felt record. Right. And we sell forty thousand records. Mm -hmm. How is that? Hmm. Okay. there's a lot of racial issues and divide in hip hop that people don't want to talk about but you go see Tech Nine all the Tech Nine fans are white people yeah. from the Midwest from red states that were fans of ICP they saw Tech Nine open from ICP and they say he has more skill than them
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm over here or he's just as skilled at ICP I'm gonna fuck with both of these people mm-hmm. no matter the race or color they see me with slug they don't fuck with me Mm-hmm. Albuquerque, New Mexico. I did a show with Slug. Sold out. I came back three, four months later, did about 180 tickets. Mm-hmm. The promoter came to me and said, Slug has a show that went on sale today. He's coming back in three months later. He had already sold more tickets for three months in advance than I had sold that night. Mm-hmm. All those fans that have bought tickets had just seen me at the sold out show with him. Right, right. My live show doesn't suck. You can say a lot of things about me. Yeah, yeah. But I know that for I can vouch fact. for that. I've been in yeah. front of Willie Nelson fans, Snoop Dogg fans, yeah. Pink fans, Deftones fans. I don't get booed. Tech 9 fans, ICP yeah. fans. I can perform. Yes. So these people saw my good show and they don't want to come. And I'm you're going to tell me, I'm same thing ar- with Blueprint. I'm not going to argue same with Same thing you. with Them Atlas. Same thing with every black artist that's open for slug.
0: Hmm.
1: So why would I go to Rhymesayers when they're obviously Not in a black rap
2: 100% I, I, I'm with you and I'm not Going to argue with you because you know the inners of that more Than anything but here's what I'll propose to you Slug is so loved because he raised an entire generation of hip hop. Whether, I, when I told Slug this, he was kind of like surprised. Like, I don't think he even really thought, realized that he had done this. He raised 14, 15, 16 year old kids all the way to them being 32 year old men who would sti- who's, who right now would go buy an for album if it dropped tomorrow. And then the next it would drop because he's so loved that you can't, you can't compete with with that level of I'm not
1: com- well, I'm not of attachment
2: to one artist you know what I'm saying
1: but I've been this I mean it's just, why did they attach to him and not me we've been around the same amount of time
2: mm-hmm.
1: he's older than me but we've been putting out music we when we met each other yeah. we had heard about each other on the high road tour 1998 in Minneapolis right we exchanged tapes because we had heard about each yeah. other it wasn't like oh what's up young homie who are you I yeah. never heard of you yeah idea knew who I was he was bugging out on me like we fuck with each other. Yeah, so it's not like a little. It is a little homie, big homie thing because Slug is older than me. He's a lot more mature, and I learned a lot from him. Right, and he's been on the road touring the United States or touring the Midwest longer than me. I've learned th- like I said, it's like basketball. He has different sure. fundamentals yeah. than I have. Yeah, but and I always call him the big homie because he was more popular. And than he's he tall getting, as shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, <laughs> it's not a, it's not a, it's just why that people ad- adapt to him is because. He's white and he looks like them so you or thought, he looks more like a Latino looks.
2: that makes sense that makes that he kind of resembles them and looks like him because you can't you look at slug and I, I think he's half half black right he is
1: he, I think quarter native a quarter black and to and me half white. He,
2: but he looks like a white kid who might be Hispanic but you know might be you you really get this 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 like olive mesh color off of him right and and I think that's also helps because all oh, this dude that looks at me is talking about stuff that I'm going and through. And that's only time. human nature. Yeah, that's only human nature. And but you so you thought strange since they were able to do like like artists they have a ka, ka, ka who you know and then they'll have Tekno who right. like oh yeah these black these black artists are prevalent they're the they're the driving they know force how to
1: market and but I mean aside from that they also there's race is one issue but they're also Rhymesayers is not interested in going to radio. I'm interested in going to radio because there's never been a successful black artist that hasn't had a radio hit. You can't name one gold black rapper that hasn't been on mainstream radio.
2: Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: So if that's where I want to go with my career. And that's where I've always wanted to go. Mm -hmm. I got to go somewhere where it's going to work. Radio Rhyme Series is not putting out. They're not trying to get to radio. Yeah. And Strange is a place like Warner Brothers was a place where they said, we're going to put you on the radio as you are. Yeah. You don't have to try to sound like Grace Rummer. You don't have to be Drake. But if you make something that we think people like, we'll spend the money Mm -hmm. because it's hundreds of thousands of dollars to put together. radio. We'll spend it if you make a hit record. And that's Mm -hmm. all I wanted. And since I've been at Strange, I haven't like tried to collab with Drake. I haven't even collabed with Tech. I'm not trying, but I want to know if I do make that song, I'm in a place where these people are going to take it to radio and being friends with everybody at Rhyme Sayers. That's not their goal. Mm -hmm. Going to Rhyme Stairs and trying to go to radio isn't it. Mm -hmm. And so that's not where I wanted to go. I didn't go back to.
2: They're very successful at a certain niche, and they want to keep that yeah, niche going. And, all,
1: and then, and then you get to the third pyramid, which is every label is any label is a pyramid. There's Slug who sells six figures worth of records, and the next closest thing is Brother Ali or Felt, mm-hmm. and that, that sells forty thousand records. There's yeah. a disparity of hundreds of thousands of records. There's Tech Nine who sells two hundred thousand records, yeah. and then there's Chris Calico who sells fifty. Mm-hmm. So what's, what is that disparity? Why are these, you know, it, it's not, and that, that's not a race issue. So I'm always thinking, and I know the behind the scenes, like, why is there?
2: So it, it helped you remove the race issue. And it's strictly just now you being able to follow whatever you wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, they, they kind of worked, they had the same, they, it worked for your vision to sign with Strange Fades. Yeah, it's so where
1: I'm trying to go in my career It's right. very strategic and it's very, um, I'm more business oriented and I've had a chance to sign with mass appeal. I've been on duck down. I've been on yeah. Warner brothers. Right. You know, I fuck with a lot of people and yeah. I had a lot of choices, mellow music group, which was a very strong option right. for me. Right. Um, I know Mike and I know like I'm, you know, he's, you know, we're neighbors in Tucson when I was living. Mm-hmm. There. like, so like I had a lot of options. It's just where I wanted to choose. And I don't choose business based on friendships. Um, well said, you know, that, like that's it. not and I, and I think when people think logically, you know, with the next move of merces, you can't say that. Like I've put out more labels, different sounds. Again, shit. Merce, like People are like, you
2: only know four people in my in my head. So, right, but, it, so it, so it's, so it's but like, that
1: can't be with you. That can't. I'm the one rapper you can't say that about because I have oh, features yeah, with yeah. Snoop Dogg, yeah. album with Fashion and Living Legends, Bad Brains, anyway, so, Living Legends. Yeah. I got songs with like E-40, John Cena, Chingo yeah. Bling, yeah, like yeah, Kendrick yeah, you're, Lamar, you're right, Dom Kennedy. Like, yeah. I'm somebody said I'm like Kevin Bacon of hip hop. Like, there's like. One degree. I've had
2: people tell me that.
1: Like, Psycho Realm, yeah, Supernatural, that. Sean Price. Yeah. Like, you can't put me in that, like, oh, he you, knows.
2: One day you got to sit back and gotta get like a cup of coffee and just, like, watch, look at your catalog and just be, like, mm, totally impressed with it, Marce. You have to do that one day. Like, just sit back and, like, breathe and, like, really realize, like, holy fuck, this career is astonishing. Like, that's the goal of any hip-hop underground MC is i want to be immersed like that would be the perfect definition in a group i want to be dolly like that to me if i that would be the end all of stuff you know what i'm saying to have a career where i fuck with this can't fuck with that can't i do the can't but i still deliver my my shit's still dope and i i'm doing business deals and i'm everywhere and i'm humble enough to fuck with independent media and outlets and stuff like that that's the type of dude you want to be i feel and you should really uh you should really give yourself that credit, Merce, if you don't already, because you deserve it, man. You Thank you've you been brother. you've been an astonishing artist to follow through and you've been nothing but a real dude from uh, since I've heard you to when I met you now, you've just been realistic and more MCs need to be like you, bro. Cause trust me, getting someone can I promote your shit for free? Nah, you gotta pay me to promote my shit. Dude, it's amazing people wanna get paid to do interviews and it's astonishing to me that people think that way, you know? And someone like Merce having these accomplishments was like, Yeah, bro, let's let's knock it out, you know? It's it, to me that's humbling and i want to thank you for for that <laughs> you see her
1: over there oh yeah she bad I, 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 you all you've been stuttering you ain't got nothing for her that's all me <laughs> I, i'm just nervous that you gonna fuck it up you don't fuck it up Stay you quiet. be quiet you think i will put limit juice in your oh 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 I'm going to give her some of this nerve cobbler. You keep playing. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up.
0: Hold up.
1: Hold up, homie. Why you got to get in my way? You see me trying to holler at this little dime piece. Why you got to put your lemon juice in my game? Why you got to squeeze that lemon juice in my game? Hold up, homie. Why you got to get in my way? Interception up. On a time when I was looking very fly I saw a girl almost as dope as me She caught my eye But before I could walk over to this girl And say a thing I was interrupted by this nerd Okay, excuse me pretty late He don't want to come at you crazy But if he gave you his number I think you need to erase it Oh no, I'm not a hater Like that man is not a shaver But look at his Instagram He wear Adventure Time leggings Now if Curtis was a Jedi His lightsaber would be clear That means not existing like his fucking rap career. Yeah. Look, his breath got your face melted. Please make a choice. Do you want a Blake Shelton or a reject up, from a voice? Listen to his language. Ain't he so damn offensive? When I look inside your eyes, I see the loyalist misses. Do you really need a man to give you forth and in some inches? Having your couch smelling like spoiled oil and incense. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up me. Why you gotta get in my way? You see me trying to holla at this little dime piece. Why you gotta put your lemon juice in my game? Why you gotta squeeze that lemon juice in my game? Hold up, homie, why you gotta get in my way? Interception offside, this is my play. Why you gotta put your lemon juice in my game? Why you gotta squeeze that lemon juice? I forget you ever met him, but you don't forget my number. He be forgetting to forget, that's a goddamn conundrum. This nigga got a scion, but me, I gotta key ya. How we gotta charge a car before we even come to see ya? Why you yelling high, yellow ass nigga, baby please? Ain't you tired of these flaky emo Drake wannabes? You piss color dish scrubber, still living with your mother. How you got the nerve to diss a real motherfucker? girl, I'm so cold, I freeze a burn in the sun. And Murso so old he got a Walkman in his pocket He probably even went to kindergarten with your mama Sweet lord, I mean for real, is he even worth the problem? Cool story, bro, but let's state facts Curtis, you so light-skinned, you probably hate blacks I'm getting sidetracked, baby, it's all about you So is it him or it's me? Come, Come on, on,
0: what you wanna do? Hold on,
1: hold on, homie Why you gotta get in my way? You see me trying to holler at this little piece. Why you gotta put your lemon juice in my game? Why you gotta squeeze that lemon juice in my game? Hold up, homie, why you gotta get in my way? Interception offside, this is my play. Why you gotta put your lemon juice in my game? Why you gotta squeeze that lemon juice in my game? Mother curse, I want to thank you for doing this song. Oh, for sure. Thank but like you, I said, once again, in real life, in this situation, I, the, what that, happens is... The girl would have been mine. This would have been Brandy and Monica, no. but I would have been the one... What? Why would we um, become Brandy and Monica? Can we be Paul McCartney cause, cause, and cause Michael the girl Jackson? Because is mine. Yeah, something like yeah, that, bro. Yeah, but, and we all know who Michael who's You definitely would have been Brandy, though. Hey, Brandy bad, though. So you consider yourself a baddie? No, I'm just <laughs> saying... <laughs>
2: one segment and you're out of here okay, and you're not do the reason that i this segment is so important is because it's the signature of the show okay. it's something i like to call 12 rounds okay. so the way it works is i'm gonna ask you 12 questions think about it like a boxing match. i'm gonna ask you 12 questions if you cannot answer the question or you will not answer the question you will be knocked out i'm the champion and i get those glasses
1: oh shit! these are atmosphere glasses it, you might really want these
2: I would... L- what do you mean? They're, are, are they his? Did he wear them? Does he rock them? What's it happening? Atmosphere. I, I, and I get those glasses. What do I get if I win, bro? You get to be a Wake the Flock Up champion amongst... Other other cats you might you might yeah might know you might you. I need, thing, I need a thing. you am a
1: capitalist. I need a thing.
2: Oh yeah, you get these these sweaters we got prepared for you from our. No, uh, see, I already, <laughs> I
1: already got the prepared. <laughs> I want to take that crate.
2: You get that crate. You get okay. that black
1: milk crate. Woo! There we go. Now oh, we black milk.
2: Another another dope artist. Uh, twelve If you can answer, if you will, if if, if you don't answer the question, we've been locked out. If you uh answer all twelve questions correctly and honestly, you're the champion. You walk away with the belt. Okay. Okay. Merce, are you willing to play 12 rounds? Yes, sir. Okay. Round number one. Okay. What is your favorite part about your craft?
1: Oh, man. Everything that goes into creating the album before it's heard by people or seen by people.
2: Hmm. Okay. Round number two. What is your least favorite part about your craft?
1: Interviews.
2: <laughs> Honest. I respect. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 wow. Uh, Number (laughs) number three. It looks
1: like you're you're weak in the knees already. Can I just take my grade and go home? All right. You you
2: stunned me. You stunned me. I'm going to give it to you. You know, first round, you came out smart. Like when you get hit in the nose. Yeah. uh Whoa, whoa. uh, uh, If you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, anyone, who would it be? Tupac. You collaborate with Tupac? Mm -hmm. Who would you have him a beat?
1: On a Tupac. I don't know production. I let Pac choose.
2: You let Pac do his thing? Yeah. be a nice straight beat, probably, right? I would say Terrace Martin. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. We'll make it Quincy Jones and really do some artistic shit on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, round number four. What is? Uh, what are you most proud of for round number four?
1: Being a father.
2: I love that. I respect that. Round number five. What are you least proud of?
1: Ooh
2: throwing a cup at a girl's um, head it was pretty bad to me that was pretty funny
1: oh no, nah, she deserved it <laughs> she earned it um talking um anytime I've ever talked negatively about anyone I want to be in a place where I never have anything bad to say about anyone hmm I'm, I'm, I, I brother Ali taught me this like I ask I just every day I, I pray to get on my knees and the first thing I ask God for is forgiveness not mm-hmm. not anything then I ask for strength I thank him and then I just ask for forgiveness because every day I fuck up and anytime you say I just wish I could be in a place where I never had anything bad to say about anyone and you're not there no fuck no
2: and you're not proud of that.
1: no I'm not proud of that okay
2: you you but you're working on it yeah every day it's a beautiful thing i'm with you and also you the appreciation that i have as a christian to have here you know, element no and merge some of these it's really ha- have it be a force in their lives to me um really meant a lot growing up because i have very strong belief in god myself you know so it was like oh man my favorite rapper share this with me this is awesome you know it, it was incredible to me hearing that all through your career and, you know, now and stuff like that it's awesome uh number five at least by number six what is your biggest fear
1: Biggest fear, um, anything happening to my children.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Respectable, I like that. Round number six, number seven. Round number seven. <clears throat> Who would you take a bullet for, Merce?
1: Uh, my my children, my girlfriend, um, and probably my best friend.
2: Mm. Okay. Round number eight. Who would you let that bullet hit? my same nurse shoots someone It's not what i'm saying i'm saying there's a bullet flying through the sky you're just not gonna sweat it if dude gets it or whatever you know what i'm saying Um, who would you let you know that bullet just kind of like
1: i mean the easy it's easy there's an easy one to say but i'm not gonna go for that one um i'm mm, george zimmerman
2: you wow you brought it back bro okay you brought it back you've been thinking about this for a while is George Simmons he doesn't,
1: doesn't necessarily have to kill him I but feel, if the Billy could hit him somewhere Dick I shot. wouldn't be able, yeah
2: Just did, Dick no sh- more little George Simmons is running around think yeah, about that yeah right?
1: that would be a perfect thing
2: it just seems like there's a there's a virage of names you could have picked since George Simmons has been around yeah but that very one is very that, spe-
1: stings. that one stings me <laughs> he still gets me <laughs>
2: okay uh, who round number nine who would you never work with like ever ever work with
1: Marilyn Manson.
2: You would never. Would, Marilyn Manson calls you on the phone. Fo- Mer- I don't know what he sounds like. Yo, Merce. Nah. Son, I got Dre on the beat. Tupac left his last verse and he said only Merce and Ma- Marilyn Manson on this. No. Nah. You got to jump on this. No. Nope. You wouldn't do it.
1: No. Nope.
2: I respect that. I don't believe you, but I respect it. Because if someone told me I got, I got a verse from Pac well, and if he, he said a- only you can be on it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I feel like you would do it.
1: Now I don't know if I do posthumous park, man. I don't know if I do it. <laughs> you wouldn't do it, really? Nah, I don't know if I. What I'd is do it that. about him? Not like, with Marilyn Manson. What what, 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 That would be a sign from God, like you shouldn't do this,
2: or, or a something. sign of like, if you really want it, it's here.
1: Yeah, but yeah, God doesn't send you. God, when God sends things, <laughs> that's when you notice know the devil at work. When he, when he says,
2: <laughs> oh, especially come from Marilyn Manson, right? Yeah, I'm like <laughs> Probably uh, did some seance yeah, bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Or like
1: I'm not gonna touch that one. <laughs> You know.
2: So what is it? Just like his persona or his energy? I just heard he's and, been
1: not really nice. Like at multiple venues I've heard people, been like, he's just not a nice guy. You,
2: you know the stories about Pock though, right? What? Like at the studio. You never heard about those?
1: I mean, I heard lots of, but I've like, you know. He would I've,
2: heat up quarters. If you fall asleep in a session, he would come up to your forehead and put them on. on your, you, you never. Oh, I
1: well, when I was in sixth grade, <laughs> yeah. I took a nail off the grinder uh-huh. and there was a snitch in class and I put it in the back of his neck. And I gave him a welt on the back of his neck. Blue hot nail pressed it in the back of his neck. Uh huh. Six years later on a church field, church of raging waters, I had told the homies about it, and we saw the kid. He was a lifeguard, uh huh. And the kids didn't believe me. I said, "Oh shit, that's him." Yeah. And I saw the thing on his neck, and they were like, "No, no, no." And so I was on this side of the slide. He was on that. Well, the other kids on the side. He said, "Hey man, what happened to your back? Your neck? Some asshole named Nick Carter." <laughs> So I can't say that I'm not, you know, Pac-like, but um. Wow,
2: you and Pac have more in common than you thought, Merce. A, a
1: lot of people have told us that. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, really? we've had the same A and R. We've yeah. um, talked to um one of the ladies to discover. My tour with Shock G, who mm-hmm. was was a good friend of his, and oh. so like a lot of stories people tell about Pac, I'm like, I get it, and you know, or
2: you know what? I think it's just real. He was just he's just he was just the He real wasn't dude. always right, right
1: but he was always acting from the core of his being. And
2: I think Murr's does that a lot too and, yes. I, and you can get that energy.
1: And I've had the benefit of having more years to become more refined because
2: it is so strange to, th- there's a great movie and, and I'll hurry up but there's a red movie called No Country for Old Men. And in the in the movie at the end he the guy gives a speech and he's like, "Oh, I have two dreams the other day." Both of them have my dad in them, right? And I, for whatever reason, I replaced dad with Pac because I'm such a Pac fan. I've had dreams with Pac, right? And he's like, um, in the dream, me and Pac are uh, me and my dad are riding on horses down this dark highway and he's holding a torch and he steps back and he goes, but I'm 20 years older than he ever was. So in some way, he's the younger man. And I look back and I'm like, yo, I admire Pac so much but I'm older than he ever became that's now. how I
1: felt at the end of Kendrick's last album uh-huh. and I was like this is so deep to some people but not really like the things he's saying he's never buried his father he's never been married he's never been divorced he's never raised a child
2: mm-hmm.
1: so when you hear 26 year old Pac speaking so prolifically and profoundly about something I had to be like
2: it's something uh, that
1: you might not know oh I see what you, you're saying you might that. not know like, but that, I, at this point the one- I'm the older man like you're saying like yeah now you're the younger man like Pac raised literally you know what I yeah. mean like I felt like he raised me yeah. you know what I mean got yeah. me through so many hard times 100% and you know I had to get to when I heard that thing I was so amped to hear something like from Pac and Kendrick and I was like but then the things he was saying, I was like, mm, maybe not so much, bro.
2: Right. No, I, and
1: it's the first we, time I've ever disagreed. with Punk We, we, we put up,
2: like, we put him up on this, on these pedestals. And, uh, it's something that people uh, have warned me about numerous times. When I, when I do these interviews, like, dude, this dude is not that cat. Trust me. Don't, don't get set me up. your disappointment. Luckily that hasn't happened to me. Yet. Like I've, very excited to meet these mcs and when i meet them they're super dope super friendly and, and they're nice some a little harder on the edges than others but that's fine just i've I haven't been disappointed yet you know what i'm saying but we do put these or you know our hip-hop fathers and these pedestals that they were just dudes you know what i'm saying just yeah. like you and i think
1: i think Pac was still great i, I just disagree with him because i've had the advantage of they there's nothing wrong with what he was saying Are
2: mm-hmm. we well, just... talking about specifically that verse then
1: no, not not the the interview at the end.
2: Yeah, you are talking about specifically that.
1: Yeah, yeah, just that. oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not. I Pac is still yeah, the greatest you, greatest black person you to hear live you in hear Pac life.
2: on one interview saying this, and you hear Pac saying it because he was a, a man. He was he yeah, was he, a, you that's know, why he
1: he was a walking kind. He was he was real. He was like the, you said. all so I'm saying it's reality. And he was probably right? the real one of the realest rappers ever. Because if you're just
2: one way all the time, that's not real. And Pac was just so many things that to what Pac was to me wasn't the same thing. To fluent, but he was still super special. to Both of us. He
1: you know? was unafraid to be himself yeah
2: and merce has a has a lot and a lot of my favorite artists have that which is why i think people connect with you so much you know what i'm saying so round number nine ten ten well we already touched base on this do you believe in god i think so and what does that mean for merce
1: i believe that god is love um i don't believe in Organized religions per se. Um,
2: Are we talking about like a physical being that's controlling and not, or is it more of a, a, a energy and an emotion as in God?
1: I believe that God is beyond human comprehension and any attempts to classify, quantify God have to fail. If you believe in God being perfect, if God is God. Yeah. You'll never understand that. And I think that's so funny that people that have an understanding of that will then say, but the perfect God manifested this through a human and it was perfect. Then as soon as it comes through me, it's corrupted because the flesh is corrupt. Mm -hmm. Every religion says so. Mm -hmm. So, but there's people who separate themselves based on these human manifestations of God, which we shouldn't because everything is imperfect once it touches the flesh
2: it's the same thing that i tell people like a reflection on the mirror like that's you but that's not you at the same time because look at your reflection you looks a little bit different than what you look like yeah right
1: and if the mirror is dirty clean all that and then who's looking at it and then yes. what's it reflecting what's, yeah what's where are they standing from what's the light like in the room
2: i just i just really uh i i match the energy of god because I'm, I love, like, I love to love. Like, when I love a female, I'm love 100%. It's not going to be me who fucks up that relationship. You know, I mean, I love with a passion. And I feel that's really what God really is. It's just love for yourself, fellow human beings, for life, for just living. Right. And, um, it, it especially in hip hop, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's such a thing that's almost dismissed and like, Oh, it's not cool. It's not acceptable to talk about religion and stuff. Um, so when there's artists that are willing to talk about it and accept it, you know, I really, it really, Brian's my day. It really makes me smile to hear you say that. That's crazy. It's place. insane what's happening. We ne- so. I'm going to rethink this. No. So,
1: um, what are we, round 11?
2: <laughs> Last, or uh, round 11.
1: Or 11, yeah. yeah.
2: 11. 10 was, uh, do you believe on round, round 11. Um, oh, fuck, this alarm's fucking me up. Round 11, do you believe Ron? Round 10. Uh, oh, shit. Who would you never work with? Do you believe in God? God damn it! It's 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 escaping me now. What is it? Is it a fire alarm?
1: Yeah, there's smoke in one room. Emergency. Oh, they're
2: smoking in the room.
1: I guess this is the room they're probably usually supposed to smoke in.
2: You, well, it does have vent ventilation yeah, in it. And
1: so we moved them to the other room and they're smoking over there. Or and we gotta hurry up real. and finish it. Yeah. Because they're not gonna stop smoking, obviously.
2: We, okay. Well, we'll just move on to the to the to the last round because I can't remember elevens. Fucking So you'll you win, but I still want those last <laughs> Round twelve last and final round, Merce. Why? 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 Because. It's not an answer. That is- you know your mom told you that it's not an answer. You know that's not an answer.
1: Because of wh-
2: Why, Merce?
1: Um, because they're smoking in the other room.
2: <laughs> it's deep in a way that you say that. Actually, it's kind of deep that because no, is that that's what you're gonna go with?
1: Yep, that's what you're
2: gonna go down in history as answering <laughs> as yeah, your wife because
1: wired. they're smoking in the other room. <laughs> Doesn't get any deeper. Judge,
2: than that. you give it to him.
1: Since you well, since you didn't come up with the eleventh question. <laughs>
0: oh! Shit. And you,
1: and then see what you didn't peep is that was my answer to round eleven and twelve. Oh, why don't you remember? Because the contact high is causing you to forget. <laughs>
2: sure, yeah. From four four rooms down. Room.
1: Well, actually, there's the alarm, which is caused by the smoke. It caused you. Look to Look at you, eleven. Holy shit, MC on the microphone that's wow. why that's 12 is a good because the answer to questions 11 and 12 right why why did you forget the last one you didn't even know why you were asking why you were asking why did i forget that because they're smoking in the other room
2: that's a beautiful thing Murse. guys knocked out i code 10 count
1: i got a Murse, break
2: you're the champion let here for merce uh th- thank you for uh everything and i mean that since you've been doing since you've been merce i really got to thank you for that because again There's a, there's a handful of MCs that I can kind of credit it the way that I view the world. And you're definitely one of those dudes. You've been an inspiration for a long time. And I'm, when I got, when I got the, when I got the the email saying, Oh yeah, Mercer's down to do the interview. Dude, I called everyone, bro. I was just like, yo, Merce is going to do it. Merce is going to do it. My cousins are super excited. They wanted you to sign all kinds of shit. And I was just like, this is one of those defining moments in my career that's I know this interview is going to go good because there's no way Merce is not the dude he presents himself to be. You can't be that real, that, that you can't be fake for that long. You know what I'm saying? And you sitting down and doing these interviews, I mean, it's, it's a representation of that. Thank you can you. pretend to be something on a track, but you can't lie for an hour and a half you know no, what I'm saying so, so um, thank you so much for everything Merce I, I really no, I appreciate, appreciate
1: it I it. appreciate that man I'll let you, these people get back to dude, the job dude again
2: thank you Merce welcome back whenever you'd like you're in LA again you want you don't know, receive anything you stop by we, we'd love to have you yes, sir. Can thank
1: I, you no we can't have this concept. all
2: right so when I,
1: when I get some new ones I'll get you these
2: okay all right so for Merce for Fluent for East of the River Mezcalito for Mad Max this is Concept 714 asking you demanding that you help us with the flock up
0: Peace. You are now now tuned tuned into into the wake the flock flock of network.